Holman, welcome back from a hair-raising adventure, almost toppling a brand new uh, Jeep JL. Uh, can we talk about that yet? I I want to. Okay. Can't, why can't we? Uh, it was a 392. It wasn't just any JL. Right. So 392 cubic inch Hemi-powered oh, yeah. Jeep JL. 470 horsepower and 470 pound-feet of torque. And how did you come to almost rolling it? I didn't almost roll it. <laughs> you, yes, you did. I just saw the video. No, it's up on two wheels. How's that any different than airing it off a jump and it being up on two wheels? Uh, because you were turning sharply and it tipped? I mean, it was stunt driving lightning. Is that what it is? So you were yeah. like, uh, you were stunt driver back in like Starsky and Hutch and I was doing power slides for some videos. Dukes of Hazard guy. And you recovered by luckily turning. Not luckily, it's uh, skill. I knew exactly what I was doing. It, what you're, listen, No way. Your butt was puckered. It wasn't. No, it came up. And I steered into it, and I mashed the throttle more, and I landed it. Uh-huh. And there's, you might be able to find at Sean P. Holman at Four Wheeler, uh, <laughs> Motor Trend. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a few videos out there. There's a GIF that was made. Sure, there's of course. There's a few stills that were made. So if it was no big deal, there's why is why are motion? people turning into GIFs and memes? Because it's awesome. Who nope. doesn't want to see a 470 horsepower vehicle on two wheels? The manufacturer. Probably. <laughs> it's probably fair. Yeah. yeah. How did you come to be there? Uh, well, we had our Overland Adventure, and uh, they uh, they sponsored it. So uh, we had three a three ninety two uh, along with other things. It was kind of cool. It was the first time. So that's for four wheeler. For four wheeler, the okay. first time the uh, way out and far out Gladiator concepts had ever been in the same place at the same time, and they went on the trail. We did uh, over four hundred miles of off roading uh, from northern Arizona to Moab, Utah, and it there was actually two complete days without any cell service. We were so remote. And it was uh, through Escalante and a bunch of places that I've wanted to go in the past. Incredible group of people, incredible group of sponsors. Just had a great time. A few stories uh, they pulled out of it for the podcast for later in the show. And uh, yeah, overall, it was uh, it was a pretty uh, pretty fun trip. Uh, I got to say, I'm still recovering though because it was a lot of early mornings and uh, late nights, if you will. Well, this is Lightning, and uh, and Holman's telling the stories about uh, Overland Adventure, and Holman was the one on the trail. It looked like you were making breakfast for for a few. I did make breakfast off my scottle. Uh-huh. And, Wait, uh, a scottle? A, sh- a shout-out to um, Jerry LaQuire over at uh, at Tembo Tusk, who makes the scottle, because he upgraded me prior. I don't know what you're the... saying. No, scottle, Timbo Tuck, what, what are these yeah, things? Exactly. And uh, upgraded me with the new Covea stove, which was awesome. That, the new burner is awesome on this thing. So if you've got a, uh, if you've got a scottle, and you need to upgrade um, the uh, the burner on it, uh-huh. the Covey is the way to go. I'm going to... Uh... Hey, Siri, what does scottle mean? We've talked about this on this show. It means a metal container with a sloping hinge lid and a handle used to fetch and store coal for a domestic fire. It's We've talked about it before. It's like a camping walk. Basically, it's it derived from South African farmers who used to take plows, uh, blades... And cook off them out in the field. Hmm. And so it's a style of cooking that's super lightweight, and you can cook anything on them from breakfast burritos and eggs all the way uh, down to uh, ribeye steaks and veggies. If I've done fajitas on it, you do pancakes on them, you do chocolate chip cookies on them, they're awesome. Oh, you're calling my name now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I might show it to you sometime. Huh. If you ever go camping. I I wanted to go on Overland Adventure, and you said no, I'm not inviting you. did not say no. You didn't ask. I most certainly did. No. I, oh, dude. Guys, mm-hmm. if you're listening to the Truck Show podcast, mm-hmm. you know that I asked Holman Listen, to take me along at Overland Adventure. you don't ask me. You ask by submitting your Overland vehicle 
two no, four-wheeler. No, but I, was, I don't have one. I was trying to go with mm, you. Well, then that's co-pilot. impossible. I already oh, had I a co-pilot. Who'd you have? I had uh, Diana, our corporate counsel, who came with me because apparently uh, HR is uh, but not- they don't trust you. They're not happy with me in a crowd. So uh, <laughs> I had to take our lawyer around. No, places. you did not. I, did. I mean, she's rad. I, yeah. I, I Granted, she is awesome mm-hmm. uh, for counsel, but- I can't believe they said. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got so, like a uh, a watchdog on the whole you. time. No, uh-huh. no. We we had we had a good time. Uh, she had never done that kind of wheeling before, and uh, she was pretty uh, pretty stoked on it. And I met uh, three or four uh, podcast listeners who submitted to Overland Adventure because they heard us talking about it on our show. No joke. And they're like, "Hey, do you have stickers and T-shirts?" I'm like, "I have stickers," and I didn't even think about podcast people being on it. No idea. And they're like, dude, we love the show. And then uh, one of the guys you'll listen to at the end of the That's interview. flattering, by the way. He said that he basically just um, started listening to the show on their way back to Texas. Oh, that's cool. And said that he liked it. He said, I, don't, I have no idea what the podcast is, but point me in the right direction. So I set it up on his phone, and uh, they listened on the way home. You downloaded the app and uh, yeah, got, got, all, got all squared away for it. Oh, look at you. We got another yeah. listener. That's cool. Uh, we got a few listeners. So. Okay, so on the Truck Show podcast, we're checking in with Holman's interviews uh, from Overland Adventure, which sounded like a, uh, a great time, even though you had corporate counsel sitting co-pilot. Right. Uh, and then we also have some great truck news. But before we can get to that stuff, we got to thank our friends over at Nissan. Holman, forgive me for being uh, ignorant to, to all that Nissan offers, but- it didn't occur to me that they had a full-fledged fleet program where yeah. you can get Nissan Titans for your entire office. Yeah, fleet, commercial. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, I know they have the commercial NB line of bands. I get right. that. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't know. I just thought that the Titans are kind of, are too cool for like just your average like fleet uh, work Are you kidding trucks. me? Do you know how many guys have Titan work trucks that are like, this is the nicest work truck out there? The nice thing about the Titan is it doesn't feel cheap. You get in the base level Titan, and it's still a nice interior. Yeah, it feels like an upgrade of another truck. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Well, now I know. Anyway, so you can get the Titan, the Titan XD, five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. On the Titan XD, you can get 11,040 pounds of towing capacity, 2,390 pounds of payload, which explains why it's so popular with the fleet guys. Well, that and reliability. Uh, true, yeah. I guess the biggest question comes down to... What accoutrement are you going to get in the truck? And also, what color? Well, Does- I'm going to start with the uh, the base uh, S or SV grade, and then I'm going to go uh, click all the boxes until I get to a Platinum Reserve. <laughs> Why did you just start with Platinum Reserve? Uh, because I didn't want people to think I was pretentious. <laughs> They're gonna th- I don't think anyone's going to think you're pretentious if you're driving a Nissan Titan. Do you? I don't think it's that kind of vehicle. Uh, Platinum Reserve certainly is. Oh, okay. It's very luxurious. Yeah, it is. It's got yeah, that big old screen and those zero gravity seats and mm, that Fender audio one. system. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So if you guys want to build in price, head over to NissanUSA.com or to your local Nissan dealer. Well, right now uh, we're starting to get to the uh, the heat of summer. So uh, some of you out there may have realized that your cooling systems are not up to snuff. And thankfully, our friends over at DuralastParts.com have OE quality cooling parts, including radiators, fan assemblies. Water pump timing kits, water pump fan clutch kits, water pumps, uh, electric water pumps, fan clutches, thermostats, thermostat housings, outlets, basically everything you need to get that cooling system squared away for summer. You don't want your engine to overheat or your body to overheat, so you're going to reach out to your friends at DuralastParts.com or just walk in your local AutoZone. Well, speaking of the hotness, if you want the hottest exhaust out there... Uh, I was going to say the coolest exhaust out there. Well, you're talking about temperature. Like I'm talking about like cool factor. You know, like 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 badass. You know when you see like so this is the bomb. Cool. You I don't want people to think it makes your your car overheat. No, 
of course not. Your car hot as an awesome. That's what I'm talking All about. All right, did I, sure. did I? Did I? Was I? I, I, didn't I think get you're that across. Mis- you're misleading our uh, our listener. You think so? Yeah. Okay. It's the cool hotness. <laughs> you the can't hot just coolness. combine them. Well, I mean, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, put out there just exactly how awesome uh, the Borla exhausts are. Exactly. T304 stainless steel, that's the material that all Borla exhausts are made out of. That's It's the best. So it's not going to rust. You could even mirror polish it if you wanted to. If you've got a show vehicle, that's where T304 stainless comes in handy. And they've got a no-drone guarantee. Now, what we've been doing is you've been playing a note for a Borla exhaust and trying to stump me, which you've been pretty successful so far uh, in all the previous episodes. But let's do it again because uh, I... I'm not good at this, and it's fun to watch me fail. All right. In that case, uh, <laughs> Lightning, do you know your note? Know your note. All right. You ready? Now, this is the attack or the S type. Just listen. Okay. So, high ref. Woo! That sounds good. All right. Got any guesses? Oh my lord! Uh, that sounds like a. Uh, well, let's let's guess first. What uh, what sound is it? it is I think that's the S type. Okay, all right. I think You're... it's the S type. You know, you, you know, yeah, because it didn't it, on the on the Borla attack. Now I've no. Now I know. Yeah. The S type uh, is a little more sedate. It's uh, yep. um, it's not braggadocious. Right. Right. The attack kind of burbles a little bit. All right. So what's the vehicle? Uh, I think the vehicle is going to be a four-cylinder something. Okay. And I think it's high revving. I'm going to say this is a Toyota Tacoma. Well, you got a one out of three right. Oh, I, I got what part? It's a Toyota. Oh, it's a Toyota, and it's not a. Oh, okay. What am I? What could I be missing? It's not a Tacoma. It's not, it's not a four-cylinder. Oh, so it's a. It's not a. That's not a tundra. Come on, lightning! You can do this. Is is this a modern vehicle? It's yes, a new, newish, brand new, modernish vehicle. <laughs> brand new, modernish vehicle. I don't honestly know. I, if it's not either of those, what am I missing? It's not a Hilux. All right. If you're looking for a T304 stainless steel system with a million mile warranty, a no drone guarantee, and made in the USA for your. 2010 to 2021 Toyota 4Runner. Oh, 4Runner! <laughs> Come on! I, what an idiot! Then head over to oh. uh, to Borla.com. Oh. Dang it! All right, uh, we've got a uh, new advertiser who's going to be hanging out with us for a little bit. What? Uh, I on, did not get the memo. On xmaps.com. Wait, we interviewed the guy on X. We have. And you say, wait, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. You're saying we didn't scare them off? No, no, no. They they, they love the show, and they're like, uh, we're expanding. We're making huge strides. We've been adding people. We've been adding features. I use Onyx exclusively when I go off-road. I run it on an iPad mini on my dash. And our friend Rory does as well. Like Rory does as well, yeah. yeah. And it's it's awesome. But since the last time we talked to them, when they were sort of a startup mode, uh, the app just keeps getting better and better. In fact, now there's over 550,000 miles of off-road trails. You can keep all your trails, tracks, campsites, and markups in one app, and it automatically populates to all of your devices on your account, whether it's your laptop, your iPad, your phone, you can find open trails near you. You can find out who owns the land. So if you're looking for a place to camp and you don't know if it's private, maybe a ranch versus BLM or something like that, you can track trips, add custom waypoints. You can do photo waypoints. You can download maps for offline use. So if you happen to be in the backcountry with no cell signal, Onyx has you covered. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, there's interactive maps, 3D mapping, where as you're planning a route, you can put in 3D mode. Like topography? And, yeah, and you can do a flyover to kind of see what it's going to look like on your trail. Uh, you can find uh, campsites, and you can also find non-ethanol fuel stations. 
All of this and more on Onyx Maps. You can go to onyxmaps.com. Yeah, but it's like a million dollars a month. It's actually more affordable than you think. They actually offer a free trial, and uh, you can actually purchase Elite if you uh, want to step up in the world and get all of the features anyway. So check it out in your app store, either Google Play, the Apple App Store, the web app on your computer, onyxmaps.com. All right, uh, what do you say at this point we uh, get into the show? Oh, you mean like, start it! The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck, because truck rides with The Truck Show. We have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel. It's the Truck Show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. I am Lightning. He is Holman. He's the guy that refuses to take Lightning out to places like Off-Road Adventure. And then Lightning sits home and cries. That's is that's that how true? it goes down. Yeah, that's what happens. No. Just sits in the corner and cries. No, you don't. You. I'm waiting for you. Listen, if I do all of the work for you and I give you a passenger seat, you'll never get a truck that you actually need. I wouldn't say that's entirely true. Uh, you'll get Some another th- lowered thing and you won't be able to <laughs> hang out with me anyway. That's true. So if, if you that is true. If you right. so I have to deny you a little bit no, so that not, you get the hunger. A little bit, a little bit, but not all the time. Like I can't get into off road uh to to overland adventure myself. Right. Like, because I, I you don't have that vehicle. Well let's say I did. Or the driving skill. Let's say I did. Or the camping gear. Hold on. Or the rooftop just, tent. Just don't come at me with every insult. Or the kitchen. No, you're right. I don't or have any of that stuff. Or the outdoor Bluetooth speaker. Or I do have that. onboard water system. No, don't have or that. Or onboard air. Don't have that either. Or skid plates. I don't have that either. Or a down comforter. I'm just saying, that's not really your cup of tea. Dude, I love camping. I'm we, serious. We did three days. We did 400 miles. You would have been like... No way. I don't have cell service. What You're am I going to do? I would be, oh my God, what a breath of fresh air not having cell service. All right, listen, enough of this. I'm going to play some interviews, and then that'll be the next best thing for you. It'll be like you were. So I, I'm living vicariously through through Sean Holman. You are. And this uh, first one is our good friend at Four Wheeler and Peterson's Four Wheel Off-Road, Vern Simons. Hey, look, I found Vern Simons, and all you people who keep going, you need to have Christian and Vern on the show. Well, I got Vern. He's hey, like, I've been on the show I, twice I know. before. And they still keep asking for you. Well, they're wrong. I know they're wrong, but you were standing here, and I'm like, well, so uh, Overland Adventure. What a great time. You, you brought your, uh, your Tacoma out. Yeah, this is my daily driver. It's a 2020 Tacoma SR, double cab, 4x4 with the automatic transmission and the 3.5 liter V6. And you got yourself some Bill Stein 8100 yes. front and rear. Yes, yep. 8112 in the front. Yes, yeah, 8100s in the rear. And the bypasses in the back. Do you have the knobs twiddled? <laughs> I didn't mess with the knobs on the bypasses. Did you get to go fast yet? Uh, I got to go pretty fast. I didn't right. really get to go as fast as I would like to have gone because... How did it feel? I don't really feel comfortable going as fast as I like to go by myself <laughs> with somebody else in the car. That's true. Because it's not really fair to them. Hey, so you were kind of in a support role and you kept driving like up and down the line. And our, at one point, our line was like two miles long. Uh-huh. So can you tell me the story about the dude riding with you that was catching drones while you were yeah. driving in his hand? Because I'm still yeah, blown so away by that. The guy's name is Nitro. Nitro! Nitro. All right. Or Kyle. 
Kyle Nitro. And his last name is like Nemer. Or we don't care. Like that. I just care matter. that he catches drones in his hand and yeah. he sells all his so fingers. So Nitro. Nitro's <laughs> catching drones. Allegedly has all his fingers. I've done a few things with people with that are using drones. Yeah. And I've never experienced the skill and alacrity that Nitro used. Alacrity? Yeah, alacrity. Dude, that means I'm gonna, clarity. I'm going to use that. I have to, I'm going to use it tomorrow and yeah. just to show yeah. people how smart yeah. I am. Yeah. I'd like a taco with some alacrity on the side. Thanks. I, I would like a taco that causes me to not have alacrity later, is what I'm saying, if you know what I mean. Touche. 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 It was pretty Touché. rad. Describe he, this to me, because you were the driver. It was pretty It was pretty awesome. So Kyle, or Nitro. Nitro, as we call him. Would say, just slow down. You need, You got to slow down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release the drone. And he would like. Was that like releasing the Kraken? Pretty much. Okay. He, would, he would huck the thing out the window. <laughs> And somehow it would fly away and not crash into the ground. If I hucked it out the window, you're done. Yes, you'd, you'd have a five hundred dollar bill for the drone. I you would just forget to roll the window down. You would run it over. Yeah, and then he'd fly it around for a while. About fifteen minutes before he'd catch it, which I'll get into in a second, yeah. it would start beeping at him and say, "Battery critically low." <laughs> Beep. And then that's where it, w- and it did this for like fifteen minutes, and he's like, "Shut up! You're fine. Just keep flying." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, he's he's yelling at the drone. The drone's not even in the car. It's weird. It's not my drone. I don't know a thing about the drone, so I'll just yeah. listen to him. So after 15 minutes of beep, was the beep battery uh, is critically low. Was that covering his swear words while he was? Uh, I'm going to land. You're not going to land. Don't do it yet. I'm driving. <laughs> he would uh, he would somehow fly it over the car, roll the window down, stick his hand up with like. These incredibly delicate fingers sticking up somehow. Like, did you guys see it? It was yeah, like he was holding yeah, a was chalice. It was like that. Yeah. Just like that. And uh, he would pull it right out of the air. The peanut gallery over here, they're all using these amazing, like, hand yeah. motions. It's like me in the studio, and Lightning's like, they can't see you moving your arms. And like, well, but it's I can't talk without moving my arms. But, but Sean, it's a motion like this right here. Right. Oh, that motion? Yeah, that yeah, dude, one Exactly, yeah. yeah. If, you, if this was a video podcast, you'd actually see the motion that yeah, we're talking yeah. about. We're not going to yeah. describe yeah. it because... You'll, that we'll just gives use, away too much. That's right. Read just use your imagination. Buy the book. Buy the okay. book. Yeah, the podcast is free. The book will cost you. <laughs> it would it would like fly close to the car and he would grab for it and he would miss and he'd be like, damn it, you son of a, come here. Beep. And, then, yeah, and right? it would beep and he yeah. would do something and then he would grab it and he'd be like, I've got it. Floor it. And I would floor it. Uh, I, I mean, I, the skill is like you were a drone mothership this week. It was game. rad. I mean, I don't. By the way, as 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 yeah. as somebody that I answer to for work, I, I didn't guess. do a damn thing in terms of like any of the work that I normally you don't, do. I, yeah, I got that. Yeah, that. no, we we sent Jason Goderman back to cover okay, your workload. Good, good. So, Thanks, uh, can you give us any hints on Ultimate Adventure this year? I don't know much of anything about Ultimate Adventure. Will I'm you be building something? They're probably for... <laughs> not telling me because I'm very bad at keeping secrets. Which is why we're talking to you right now with a beer in your right hand and a, a podcast mic in the other. Yeah, I'm not building anything yet. I don't know what's going on. I should know the answer to this since I it's you know oversee that, but I don't. So everybody keeps emailing me going, dude, I know you're the dude who knows about UA. I'm, I'm like, I'm actually like, not. I've gotten emails and a couple of kind of nasty texts from people. They're Did you like, also get what's some happening? nasty pictures or just texts? Just texts. Okay, like. just want to make sure. All right, what's the uh, what's the your favorite vehicle that you've worked on or wheeled in the last six months? I really like my uh, my LRJ from 
Ultimate Adventure last year. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a fun car. Um, I, I, Stan from Falcon over here. Yeah, is like he's giggling. Me and I don't know what he's, he said. Seriously, Stan is going to have beer come out of his I think freaking you should nose. Try and talk to Stan next. Well, I just talked to Doug, and if we talk to Stan, that's a lot of Falcon content. Yeah. You know, a lot of you know those Falcon, Falcon guys. guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to walk over here and talk yeah, to my you lawyer. Should, yeah, don't 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 talk to me anymore. All right, I'm out. You're out. Thanks. It was fun, buddy. Hey, bye bye. Thanks. Give me that bye-bye. thing back. Yeah. Bye bye. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. All right, and so the next one is my lawyer. Okay, so again, this is the woman who is in, she's corporate law here at Motor Trend? Yes. And how did that work out? How did you, like, why? Uh, She decided that if she was going to be doing all the contracts, she should see an event firsthand. So I'm pretty sure there's some gray area of why she wanted to come. But it ended up working out okay. She was actually a better road trip partner than you were. So uh, she didn't have to go (laughs) to the bathroom as much as you did. Uh, she uh, never complained about what was on uh, the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you play ska the she, whole time? Uh, was Did able... you play ska the she, whole time? The entire time, the, uh, the the volume was perfect. Either loud, middle, or low. It was always perfect at all the right times. Uh huh. So we'll uh, we'll just go ahead and play this. Okay. That's that's kind of what I do. <laughs> Good luck with that. Wait, what? <laughs> You're not speaking. Why? No, I already did a podcast for you last time. Right? You know that you were in oh, the trailer, whole, right? We did this whole thing of like. <laughs> yeah. Ask a we, lawyer or something. Yeah, like, because we were doing something we weren't supposed to, so we called here. Yeah, they're like, we did something illegal, so let's call her a lawyer by like on standby. So is it so is it illegal that I'm recording you without your knowledge right now? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay, so you guys, you guys will remember uh, Diana Mollis uh, Esquire or something like that. She was on her show giving uh, Lightning and I horrible legal advice. And the company has now decided that whenever I have to interact with the general public, Diana has to come with me because I can't be trusted. And so everything has to go through my lawyer. So this week I had my lawyer riding shotgun in. I, I would, this is Vern. I would, I would like to go on record with having agreed with general management on this. That a lawyer should really follow around. So um, you haven't really been overlanding like this before. Never. And um, take off your lawyer hat for a minute and... Uh, and we'll, we won't tell any lawyer jokes. And just, like, what was it like for you? Tell all the lawyer jokes you want. But it was absolutely incredible. It was... My driving. Your driving was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> tons of liability. Tons of risk. So basically, and I absolutely you, loved it. You could go back and go, yeah, there's a reason I have to go on these in the future, right? <laughs> yes, but mostly for personal reasons. Right. Because, like, I want him to ramp up the risk. Yeah, no, it was fun. We, uh, we, uh, we were going around corners sideways, and we were launching off We were off drifting. Stuff. Yeah. We were, like, nailing it. I mean, we were going 60 miles an hour. Rooftop tent. <laughs> yes, it was incredible. Although I had my own separate tent on the, true. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you had your you own had guest the, house. You had the benefit of the I, I did top. Have my, I did have my, my penthouse, uh, uh, as, I, as I call it. But um, it, what was it like? Just th- This is totally different. You're usually in the office, like approving contracts and like doing really important things for executives. And somehow you finagled a way to come hang out with us. And you're like, what is this? There's 70 people and they all have these like crazy vehicles and then disappear to the wilderness for a week with no cell signal? Yes, I feel like, so I absolutely invited myself to this. That's true. Because I knew that this was something I really wanted to experience. And not only just to be a part of what we're so passionate about and what we pursue with the company, but for my personal self, you know, as someone who enjoys adventure, who does a lot of backcountry work, just not on four wheels, it was a really novel experience in and of itself. And I have to say, 
I think this entire week was me living the American dream, like <laughs> entirely. I had exposure to uh, four wheel, to breaking down, like, you know, having other people breaking down on the trail and then redneck ingenuity <laughs> in the moment for the win, being able to resurrect cars right then and there and being able to complete the trail was just incredible um the excitement the camping the camaraderie the connection meeting people hearing their stories and also seeing our team in their element being able to actually it really made me proud Wow. To be a part of this company and to work with all of you guys. Jeez, my self-esteem is at least two levels higher now. I appreciate that. We, uh, we worked hard and it's fun when... It's okay, so, I'll send you the bill later. Yeah, right. Uh, it's fun when uh, somebody from the company decides that they're going to take a chance and go see what we actually do, and then they're not you know, like scared off by it, so that's good. Um, are we going to have a meeting Monday that I need to be aware of, though? Yes, the meeting will actually be the next trip that I'm going on. Okay, Ooh, all right. And it's going to have to right. be how much more can we amp up the risk when I'm in the company. All right, I love it. It's great. All right, so um, if anybody has any questions, please go through my lawyer since I'm not allowed to talk directly to any <laughs> listeners any longer. And uh, we, I appreciate you uh, coming along. You're actually a pretty good road trip partner. You let me sing horribly to uh, all my music. I must have, what do you think? How many gallons of Dr. Dr. Pepper do you think I'm at right now? Oh, I've lost count, darling. It's got to be like like five or six gallons. Uh, definitely more Dr. Pepper than water. That's actually true. I, I, I would. It's funny. People might think you're. That's actually true. I actually am very thirsty. Does anybody have water? I could use one right now. All right. Well, thanks for uh, riding shotgun uh, and coming along. You're, you're welcome uh, back uh, anytime, as long as you uh, uh, protect me from the outside world and uh, myself. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, and the next one is uh, Marco Hernandez. A lot of people in the Jeep community know him as uh, Overland X on Instagram. He was one of our, I hate saying the word, but influencers on the trail. And uh, Marco's a good friend of mine. I've had a chance to go wheeling with him a ton, and super cool dude. When you say influencer, what do you, like, why? What, what, what has he done that, that we should follow him for? Uh, he is all over uh, YouTube and social, and he does a bunch of uh, Spanish language stuff. He's the master of the scottle. All right, so uh, I just walked over to a certain white Jeep with a matching trailer with blue graphics, and it turns out to be the uh, Scottle King himself, Marco Hernandez from uh, Overland X. And uh, a lot of people, you probably, if you're in the Jeep community, follow him on uh, on Instagram and stuff. And uh, he's like, uh, I don't know, he's like the mama bear. He makes sure that you're never hungry on the trail. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sean, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for the opportunity. It, it's it's such a great event. Uh, you guys you guys rock. Thank you. It, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. Hopefully you guys had fun. I think we covered some serious ground. Actually, uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the uh, the route was just because I wanted to come here. There you go. I'm like I've never <laughs> been to the Escalante part of Utah, so um, let's just go there and see if we can get people to pay for us it, to go. And you couldn't did. you couldn't get a, a better guide. <laughs> yeah, Nina is freaking awesome, and uh, this event was great. I mean, we had so many people. Um, what a great crowd! Like what a mix of vehicles and characters and just everything. I, th I think we had a lot of fun and. Um, I just, you know, want to thank you, but also uh, talk about what overlanding means to you and kind of how you got to be the overlanding chef guy. Not a chef again, not a cook. <laughs> I just like to. Are you mix like, well, that's around. how I am, right? But yeah. but I'm like, I'm not afraid. Somebody's like, hey, hey, chef. I'm like, I'll take that. Well, I, I've always liked the outdoors and the off-road scene. When I started going out camping, you know, bring my sandwiches and yeah. my 
I said, it's got to be a better way to eat when you're sure. when you're out there, no? So I started thinking about doing the easy to make. It's super easy to make thing. Yeah, no? right, right, right. And uh, and then I found the scottle, which and is amazing. It's make a whole big difference. I mean, yeah. I bought a scottle because of you. Oh, that's good. I, mean, I followed hey, Jerry. you before I had. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. I followed you before uh, before um, we ever met, and I think the first time they actually ate your food was at the Four Wheeler Adventure Expo a couple years ago. And I'm like, oh man, that thing's amazing. I gotta go get me one of those. Oh. And then now it's like, how can I outdo Marco on Instagram with some uh, Scottle magic? <laughs> I brought uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. I'm trying to see if I can do some Scottle chocolate chip there cookies. You go. You know? It was beer batter fish tacos at the expo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that, and then you did. Um, I think you did steak on the ciabatta bread with the uh, with. Oh, the, the tortas, yeah, 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 with the roasted uh, peppers. Absolutely, oh, yes, so good. So and we good. had some birria last we, month. Oh, yeah, we had some birria last month on the Center Force run with uh, with those guys, and then uh, you made some crazy good uh, like shredded beef rolled tacos or burritos uh, last night uh, yeah. that were that were awesome. So I appreciate all the food, and I appreciate you contributing to my size now. Um, <laughs> I've had to tell everybody here I need a double XL uh, because my old XL shirts don't fit because I'm fat. So um, no, but oh, I heard. Everybody knows your rig. Everybody who follows you or is in the Overland community, they know you. They know you by your rig. You have something coming up. What's what's the story? Can you tell oh, us about I, it? I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes, uh, I order a 392. What? A white 392, and it's getting here pretty soon. So uh, is that going to be your new primary rig, or what's the plan with that thing? I think so. That's going to be my probably my Overlander vehicle. Yeah. It'll pull the trailer. And make my JK a fun Jeep. Okay. Are you going to put it up on two wheels like I put our 392 up this uh, yesterday? <laughs> I won't let you drive mine, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably smart, I would, I would imagine. So, all right. So, what's your uh, what's your next trip? Because it seems like you always have a, a full schedule planned. What, Brad from Trail Recon and I? We, we oh, yeah, we're it. coming to Brad next. We, we haven't there forgotten Brad. Yeah, we got a trip to Washington with Nate. Really? That's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be awesome. How yes. many days? Uh, I think it's a week. Yeah. All right. Uh, if they want to follow you, I'm not going to even try your Instagram handle because I always misspell it wrong. I'm just happy that we follow each other because it comes up after like, you know, two, uh, two letter entries. O-V-R-L-N-D-X. O-V-R-L-N-D-X on Instagram. So follow my friend Marco Hernandez. He's awesome. Lots of great adventures with a lot of good people and a lot of good food. So that's pretty much all the things I love. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Catch up with you soon. Absolutely. All right, up next is Brad from Trail Recon. So that's a really big YouTube channel for Jeeps. Uh, he does a ton of stuff. He's uh, always seen with Marco. Those two are uh, like two peas in a pod. You can't have one without the other. It was awesome because we had both of those guys on this trip. So you got Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Pretty much. Okay. So uh, you just heard Marco Hernandez uh, talk about uh, Trail Recon. So that's probably one of my favorite uh, I guess uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Brad's out there all the time. I've had a chance to wheel with, wheel with him a, in a, quite a few times in, in the past uh, month or so. He's been on some of our four-wheeler adventures in, in the past, and uh, it's been really fun to get to know you and, and go wheeling with you and be on your channel. And I had friends who were like, dude, you were on Trail Recon's channel. And I'm like, I what? You know, like, really? You know, yeah, I just played dumb, but uh, that was pretty cool. It's, it's fun when people that I know are following my friends and then see me on my friends. So they, that, I haven't talked to people in a year, and they're like, dude, I saw you on Brad's channel. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's awesome. So it's great to have you out here and be a part of Overland Adventure and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
What'd you think? Well, th- thank you, man. Uh, first of all, it has been awesome getting to know you and wheel with you. I, we have had a blast uh, just over the last couple of trips, and this trip has been so amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the invitation. Heck this yeah. has been so cool. I, I have met so many great people out here. The, the amount of awesome people that just love adventure here has been great. And the variety of rigs, I think, has just really made this event really special because, you know, you can you can have a high-end, a high, well-built vehicle. You can have a budget vehicle. You can have a new one. It really doesn't matter. An old classic, you can get out and have a great time with a great group of people it just doesn't matter i mean we have everything we have vans we have classics we've got jeeps i mean there's there's a little bit of everything some old really old vintage stuff that was awesome yeah i think the mix here was great but the people were awesome too and so i got i'm kind of curious how did trail recon start because you know you're you're not you're like a media mogul now but in the past uh you were for the military (laughs) and so how did you get into doing videos online about jeeps and adventure and all that kind of fun stuff yeah i'll be honest with sean it's still surreal when you say you're excited about being in one of my videos (laughs) man it still just touches my heart i'm like i can't (laughs) believe that's a thing it's so cool i i I was in the military i retired from the military and uh, the last year i was in uh, the military i bought a jeep and my son and i went out and hit the trails and just had a cool adventure but he was filming it on his phone and i had no idea he was really doing that yeah sure and by the time we got home he had edited a little video together on his phone i was like man that's really cool let's do that every time we go out and you know we weren't doing it for anybody else just for ourselves like a personal journal type of thing but we put them on our family youtube channel at the time and uh people were asking questions about the trail how hard was it what did we do to our vehicle you know etc i was like well there's there's really this need for to answer people's questions and help them out and i was like all right, well, let's see if we can make a better YouTube video. We and we were—they're awful. Please don't go back and watch those first ones. <laughs> no, no, these people listening now have seen my YouTube channel, which is, which is ho- horrendous. So yeah. you look like, uh, you know, you're going to win an Emmy for uh, your work. I, I promise you that. Yeah. So, so that's—I mean—that's how it kind of started. We didn't like set out to do YouTube and Instagram. It just kind of started, you know, kind of all falling into place. And 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 I really kind of got passionate about it. I was like, I really enjoy like trying to capture the environment and the adventure and the vehicles and sharing that with people and trying to tell a story and so I I never really thought that that would be something that I enjoy doing but I love filming it and then sitting down and putting that puzzle together and trying to really edit a good video for people so I I actually love doing it you would never think that a guy that spent 26 years in the military is medical now loves you know (laughs) filming and editing videos but I love it and people need to know you're an absolute mountain goat I've watched you uh, run more of the trail than driving it with the video (laughs) camera in hand and scurry up this and that to get the great shots and angles and it's always fun to you know, you're like, man, I got to do that. Like, just get out of the Jeep and walk. But I'm going to let Brad do it on this one. Yeah, it, uh, keep, it keeps me fit. That's for sure. I mean, I burn some calories. That way, when I get to camp, I can eat lots of Marco's food. So it's good. There you go. There you go. There's a reward at the end right. of it. So, uh, so Lightning and I have uh, this YouTube battle going on, and I recently surpassed him in subscribers. Uh-huh. I had one of my videos went viral. I'm up to like 600,000 views, which nice. I'm very proud of. Congratulations. Thank you. And I have... Uh, 400 people on my on my page. I don't know why there's there's uh, things of dogs and some jeeps and the TRX doing a launch and things like that. Just to make lightning, I feel really bad. How many subscribers do you have now? Um, I think I think we cleared 415. Thousand. Uh, so only only a hundred times more than me. That's the, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I don't. We don't feel bad about that at all. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, just a shout out on there every once in a while, and uh, maybe we can grow our following. Yeah. What's your biggest video? And were you surprised <laughs> that that video went viral? I mean, because I'm, I'm always fascinated when we talk to our friends that have these YouTube channels. 
you things that you think mm-hmm. are going to do well, you yep. need to do well, but yep. something weird is yep. what blows up. You're like, why are people watching 100%. this? 100%. You know, it's, it is it is so crazy because I will spend so much time on a certain video, you know, and I'll, be, I'll just fall in love with it. Everything just comes together. <laughs> And it does okay. Yeah. But then we go take a trip to Baja and I film that entire adventure. But then on the side, this one guy that was with us, Daniel, he has uh, from Dead Man Off-Road. And he wanted to show us uh, how it worked. And I was like, can I film that real quick? Do you mind? And it's literally like a 10 minute video of him getting his Jeep, his not his Jeep, his Toyota stuck in the sand yeah. just so he can bury it. So he can, you know, put the uh, dead man off road, dig a hole, bury it, and, <laughs> and winch himself out. Sure, it's a. It, I mean, it was. It took no time to <laughs> right. film, no time, no to effort. Edit. That thing has over two two million views. It's oh just, my gosh! And, and it was just. It's like you never know what's going to take off. All right. Well, Lighty keeps telling me I just need to record like little bits of my daily life, like me like running into a wall yeah, or there you go, putting a Jeep up on two wheels, and he says, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, so maybe I'll, you know, I just don't have any time. Like I really want to do it, but um, it is know. a time. It is a time suck for sure. I mean, it, there's taking taking the time to film video uh, is part of the battle, but then editing it is is twice the well, battle. Well, that, that's where in this relationship on the podcast it really works out because I like talking. I talk mm-hmm. for a few hours. Yep. Lightning edits it. And then I don't have to do anything but upload it. So it, just, <laughs> it, it gives me a little bit of notoriety, and I don't have to do a whole lot of extra work. Right so it works out pretty good. So, all right. Uh, if people want to follow you, uh, where do they go? Uh, you can come on Trail Recon on YouTube, uh, Trail Recon, all one word, on uh, Instagram, and then uh, trailrecon.net uh, on the web. Awesome. So uh, Brad Coetz, who uh, proud to call one of my friends. And Me too, buddy. Awesome to be a, a part of the community with you and be able to get out and just have fun on the trail. And looking forward to uh, wheeling with you and Marco again in the future because I've, I've had a blast. And, and you guys, uh, you know, they, they say that good roads bring bad people and bad roads bring good people. And you guys are two of the best people that I would love to be on a bad road with any day of the week. So I appreciate well, it. Well, likewise, man. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks. All right, Holman, who's up next? I can't believe, dude, you, dude, uh, you, you were out there pounding the pavement. Or was it dirt? I guess it was uh, dirt. It was all dirt. Yeah. Uh, we've got Britt from American Adventure Lab. The guy that makes those, uh, the lights, the uh, the tuck up under the front fenders that I like so much. Yes, the high clearance uh, fenders and uh, lights for JLs and JTs, and then also that really cool mass platform. All right, so I'm r- walking around camp and I see uh, it's American Adventure Labs. You guys might remember uh, Britt Mansell from coming on the podcast in the past and uh, my understanding is that the podcast sold so much product for you, you moved into <laughs> a new building. That's, yeah, yeah, we, we could, couldn't keep up. Yeah, so we had to expand just to, just to keep up with podcast demand. So, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it like being on your first overland adventure? Oh, it was great. Yeah, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. It was a, it was a very eclectic mix of, of vehicles. <laughs> yes, and uh, it was an absolute blast. You know, you got every range of the spectrum here, and and, and they're all here still. Well, most most of them. Well, most of them yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are a few people had a few issues that yeah. uh, you know. Um, so I was impressed. <clears throat> Obviously, I've got the uh, the mass system and drawers in the back of my uh, my Jeep. And by the way, standing with us is the guys from Red Arc. And so I've got the Red Arc. Nice here, thank you. There you go. I got the Red Arc controller, and that was all like you guys kind of have like really complimentary businesses. So I was able to kind of use both of your products in the same exact story. I got to tell you, the Red Arc stuff for my house battery has been flawless. And Britt, I got to tell you, I don't have one squeaker rattle out of those aluminum boxes or uh, the slide, the uh, mass system. Like, everything is super tight. I, both of you guys, products are awesome. Well, we were actually just talking about that integration yeah, with yeah, Red Art. Absolutely. And, like, we are super happy with their product and the quality it is. And, and actually talking about Mark, and Mark and I talked... Uh, over a year ago now about how to best charge that battery yeah, and that's easy. where the bcdc came in yeah uh, so it's like you said it's it's uh we were out here it's very mm-hmm. ironic we we're 
talking over dinner about how we could to better manage our platforms collectively. So it worked out really well, especially for this event that all of us like-minded individuals are here. So not only for the participants, but the sponsors and vendors and stuff, they get to meet the other vendors and really get us all in one uh, headspace to really collaborate. And that's where the magic happens. Yep. Absolutely. So if you are in the middle of building a overlanding rig, and so Britt's now covering some Toyota stuff, some Gladiator stuff, yep. JK, JT, uh, or uh, JL. So if you need uh, any type of cargo management, check out AmericanAdventureLab.com. Obviously, they have some crazy good innovative products, some of the best in the business. And the guys over at Red Arc really appreciate your product as well, having been a user of it, loving it. Um, the nice thing is it's buried under all of Brit's parts, so you actually don't see it, and it's hard to access. So um, it's good that it is completely flawless and requires no input from me to uh, handle either my solar or, or uh, uh, starting battery charging needs. So thanks, guys. Really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully get the wheel soon. That's right. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Who you got next, amigo? Uh, we got Midland Radio, which was pretty awesome. They're... Uh, We'll have them on a little deeper, but this this interview here with Aaron Paris is uh, is pretty good. Not only does he have a magnificent beard, uh, but both of us had uh, no. It was it was, it was a Wait, glorious. Was better thing. than yours? It was definitely better than mine. Well, how how much longer? About four inches. That's what she he, said. He and Marco had uh, had quite a bit. Uh, anyway, so uh, we both had their new prototype fifty watt GMRS radios, and the uh, fifty watts are the maximum allowed by law. And there's one point where we were able to communicate through the mountains over 20 miles apart, which is uh, something you won't see on a CB. I think uh, we talk about it in this clip, but GMRS is the, uh, the next best thing in, uh, in trail communication. So we hit on that a little bit. All right, so uh, I'm out here at Overland Adventure 21 and standing with my, uh, my new bearded friend, Aaron. He uh, actually has a beard more magnificent than mine. I don't know about that, Sean. I mean, yours is pretty awesome, too. I, I knew you were getting close because my bearded hair started standing on end, and I went, there's somebody with a better beard than me. It's a beard sense. It's definitely <laughs> noticeable. Yeah, the gravitational pull was, uh, it was a little bit creepy. I haven't had that in a while. It gave me the butterflies. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of felt the same way when I saw yours, and then we could get set my Tacoma. I could tell there's definitely like a there's magic thing going on there. Yeah, there's definitely magic. So uh, you're out here because of Midland Radio, and, and we've got a, a great relationship with Midland at Four Wheeler. Um, Midland sponsored our Overland Adventure, and I've been working with them for a little while now uh, on the new GMRS radios. We're actually going to have, uh, have a longer conversation, but wanted to talk to you guys here. You have a couple new products, and you and I were the only ones with them in our rigs. Yeah, it, uh, it was kind of cheating to go so far. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, there was a couple times even the 40 uh, watt couldn't talk to you, right. but you could talk to them. Yeah. And it's just weird how much 10 you know, watts makes a difference, but yeah. that's a lot of power pushing out there. So, so it really helped. Let's talk about uh, GMRS, right? So just so people who don't know, it's the uh, general uh, mobile radio system or service, I guess, right? Right. And so it's a, you need a, uh, a license, but it's a non-test license. It's like 70 bucks a year. I think that's going down soon. Covers your household. It's good for 10 years. Right. And it splits the difference really nicely between CB radios and ham. And obviously ham is complicated. You need a license. There's different bands. There's channels. A lot of stuff to learn. And then you have CBs, which are basically dog crap. Yeah, I mean, CB's got these complications because you're limited on power. Yeah. It has to be tuned. And then you have to know, like, don't coil the cable and all this yeah. extra stuff and all the little tidbits and tricks to yes, keep the only works in a certain right. channel band. Yeah. And you got to test in the middle of a field and all yeah. this other stuff. And nobody did that. Of and the best not. part about GMRS and Midland Radios is they've, we've just kind of taken it easier and just said, hey, here's the radio. It's already packaged for you. Uh, you can plug it in. 
but the antenna on top, and you can leave in less than two minutes from opening the box. It's yeah. really the most convenient system with the best clarity and best range you can get for the bank for your buck. So I was running the Midland MXT 275, which is a 15-watt uh, radio, and I love that thing. It's been awesome. But what I wanted was the MXT 400, which is the 40-watt radio, but it didn't have the NOAA weather channels. And I really wanted some more power. So Midland got talked to and they said, hey, we've got the new 50 watt coming, which is the most allowed by law, where I think by contrast to CBS 5 or something like that. Right. And, and what was awesome about it is I actually installed three radios and three Jeeps in about two hours. Um, plug and play, everything's super easy. Uh, they have all the antennas, everything that you need to, to have a clean install. And like you said, it's out of the box, everything you need, you're ready to go. And I tested uh, the 275 with a buddy. He had one, I had one. In the city, we were able to reach five miles in suburban city, where you could not do that with CB. There's no way. Right. Unless ideal conditions or something like that. Yeah, and I was actually in the opposite boat that you were in. I had a 400 because I wanted the 40 watt yeah. when it first came out. And I scoffed when the 275 came out because I thought, why would I go down in sure. power? But then when you look at the, the having the ability to control the radio from the hand mic, having NOAA, and be able to quickly, you know, make adjustments from the handheld without having to yeah. move around and look down at a head. Or unit. take a dashboard space. Yeah. A lot of us don't have any space in the dashboard. Exactly. And so you can tuck these radios into your glove box, underneath your seat. And with the extension uh, mics, we can definitely, we can get everything, uh, you know, tucked even further back into the vehicle. And you can do that because we have the mic extensions that you could get, which in the new combo, you get all those pieces together, yeah. which, you know, we used to have backorder issues, and now you get the whole thing together, it's and you don't have to box. worry about it. It's all together. Yeah, and, and so NOAA is the uh, the weather channel, so if you're out in the middle Correct. of nowhere, you can hear uh, from the government where, if weather's coming your way, which is super valuable when you're in the backcountry. And the 275 is a great radio because, like you said, the the, the brain is separate from the controls in the, hand, in the uh, handheld mic. And Midland said, okay, we're going to take the best of both worlds. We're going to meld what was the, the wattage of the 40-watt. We're going to give you a little bit more, but we're going to give you the form factor if you want the 575 with all the controls like the, the 275, or we'll do the 500, which is the form factor of the 400, both 50 watts. And they have split tones for repeaters, which is huge. Also has weather on it. You get the 50 watts. There was a time that we were separated, our sides of the group, because I was tailgunning, and we had somebody break down the trail, and we were able to reach in varied terrain from like a, a plateau on top of a mountain that had other plateaus and things in the way 20 miles and to me that's that's a life that's life-saving and game-changing for people who need communications in the backcountry yeah i mean communication is only useful if it's two-way yeah. you have to be able to send a, a clear and concise message and someone needs to receive that same information and when it's critical and whether it be for a breakdown a stranded or a medical emergency you really don't want to be hoping that everything's tuned right and everything's put yeah. together well and it's nice when you can just say, I just bought this off the shelf. They've ready taken care for me, and I can, yeah. I'm can. i ready to go. And you can use privacy channels. So GMRS doesn't have as many channels as, say, it, you know, a, a CB does. Um, but you can use the sub-channels on there, so you can have the privacy code, so you can talk to just people in your group if you're in a busy area. Or uh, Midland gives you opportunity to turn down the power level so that you can be on a high-power radio, but match your power level to just the people around you. And the other thing is the FRS bubble pack or GMRS bubble pack radios will work on the same channel, which is awesome because that means that if you're gonna get out of the vehicle to spot, grab a handheld. If you've got you know people in your group that don't wanna ante up for a, a hard mount radio, you can still have a handheld that gets really good range. Yeah, I mean, even if you're base camping and someone wants to go off hiking or something, like think about the safety and security of that, of, hey, we're gonna be gone for 20 minutes, 15 yeah. minutes, and then they don't 
come back or yeah. call, you start getting on the radio and saying, hey, you yeah. said you're going to be back. Where are you? Right. Or, hey, dinner's ready. Or and then they maybe come back bar right time. And everybody's back immediately. Yeah. That's actually how I get lightning to come back to the podcast is I tell <laughs> him that we've got food in the studio and then he, he, he returns. So, yeah. Um, no, this, this has been great. It's been awesome hanging out with you guys. And, and this is the first time that I've been in super long distance where we were actually able, and this is without a repeater, just direct, direct. And uh, was awesome to spend time with you on the on the trail. And if people want more information on Midland Radios and GMRS, where do they go? MidlandUSA.com. Right on, brother. Well, I know you've got to uh, pack up because it's been a long week for you, and you've got some stuff to do. So uh, safe travels down the road. I hope this is not the uh, last time we get to go wheel together. Me either. It's been a great time, and what a fantastic event that you guys put together. And I think that uh, everyone, if they've ever seen this, they need to experience it because it is something. So congratulations. It's been a great event. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. You too. All right, fire up the next one who's uh, in the chamber. Our uh, new advertiser, Onyx. I actually got the chance to hang out with those guys uh, a little bit uh, on the trail. Um, And so, you know, we talk about sort of uh, all the great new features that they have. And it was awesome to uh, have them show me a few things I didn't know about that were sort of hidden on the program. And they're rolling out new stuff all the time. So we we hit that up a little bit. All right, I'm here with Evan from Onyx. I'm just kidding. Uh, that would be Mr. Evans. So we, we did a video interview, and you said that I was going to call you by your last name minus the S. And I'm like, I swear I'm not going to do that. I almost did, though. I almost did. You saved it. <laughs> I just saved it. it. I was like, you know how words are coming out. You're trying, you're, they're forming, and you're trying to bring them back in. So uh, talk about uh, Onyx a little bit. You guys have, uh, Ted's been on the show before, um, and we've talked about the program. But this was a while ago. You guys have so many updates, and you went on this Overland Adventure with us. I love your mapping software. I run it on my iPad mini on, on the dash and um, invaluable for this trip. I was tailgunning and there's a lot of times where the group was way ahead of me, sometimes 20 miles, sometimes five miles. And the Onyx kept me going exactly where I needed to be and followed me along the whole way. And you guys have added a lot of features to it. So if anybody's looking for a really good off-road mapping system, maybe talk through what you guys are doing now because it's yeah, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what you've seen is, is just a, a small sign of things to come. We've basically formed an entire engineering and, and marketing team around off-road now with super heavy focus. and Because Onyx you know, was also available in a hunting version before. That's right. So right. There's, there's three apps now. Okay. There's, there's hunt, there's off-road, and now there's backcountry for hunters, uh, sorry, for skiers oh, okay. and, and yeah, hikers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so three apps that are just killing it. Uh, but off-road is, is growing tremendously. So some of the things you've seen come out recently, especially like the go and track mode, that's like a dashboard Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really impressive. The 3D and, mapping. Oh my gosh, that's cool. so cool. Especially if you log in on the, the web. Yeah. Uh, so if you log in on the web, you get the coolest 3D experience. Great for planning. That's that's exactly right. And so like you can literally set a waypoint on another side of a mountain yeah. and you can see the shadow hitting the waypoint. <laughs> yeah. it, it is just the coolest thing ever. And like while you can nerd out on it, it's actually pretty, pretty useful. Pretty useful. Yeah, yeah. And, and then our hunters see a lot of use at it as well uh the the photo waypoints are really cool the fact that you can do private routing and share it with your friends you can do public routing and share them with a the group you guys um, did the routing based off the gps coordinates that we provided and, and everybody here was able to get an elite membership and then download on their phone or their tablet the app and then they had our route we have basically had a private link where they could download it directly to their device and everybody had it and that's, that's right. really cool for sh- for sharing with groups that's right yeah so you guys put the the file together and so you guys shared that out in GPX, which is awesome yeah. because we also support GPX, sure. KML, and all the rest of the files. By the way, real quick on GPX, yeah. my old, so I had uh, all these great trails. Um, I'm an aviation buff, and yep. I have all these military crashes that I have saved on Google Maps, and I, da- I 
uh, exported it as a GPX file when I got Onyx and I uh, exported everything off my old Garmin, yep. also in GPX. Yep. So I, my everything in my GPS life, I was able to directly import into Onyx, and now everything lives in one app now, which is super rad. And the coolest thing is like when you import that, whether it's on web or mobile, it's going to show up on all your devices. Yep. So you know you can be taking a photo, like I took a photo at our campsite last night. Yeah. And while we haven't had service today. You know, the moment I hit service, it's hitting my, my desktop as well. Yeah. So it's all syncing automatically. It's really, really cool. And then I can just share that with all of my buddies. Yeah. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be public, which is great. Like, you know, I don't want everything of mine to be right, yeah. you know, showing up to everybody, but I can share it with you. I mean, you, you found that uh, the treasure uh, buried in the middle of the desert. You just don't want people to know where you found exactly those, uh, right. that, that old uh, galleon uh, that sunk many years ago and has all the gold bullion that you use to support your life. Yeah, and you know, you know some of the things we talk about on X is... is, is there's, there's a concern. There's so many people off-roading now. Yeah. Uh, so many more people are hitting the trails, yeah. and like we've seen it, obviously. Sure. And so one of our goals is actually to disperse people. So the more and more trails we put in the map, the more data we put in there, the more opportunity that people have to you know run around, get to a new trail, something they've never experienced before. It doesn't have to be the same thing. Yeah. There are so many awesome trails. And there's, there's one just east of where I live. It's beautiful Rock Creek Canyon um, with beautiful mountains, and nobody knows about it. Yeah. Nobody knows about it, except for the locals. Um, and, and Onyx helps me find that. Like, I can now find out about that. I can see the photos about it. I know exactly what I'm getting And you have a bunch of ambassadors it. where they can add, you know, you do a bounty program where they can add local trails and they get vetted out and then they can get some uh, some uh, prizes and goods and some stuff from you guys, which is really cool. Yeah, and they um, share this stoke a lot. I mean, we have the coolest trail guide network. We're always interacting with them. Those guys are getting sneak peeks. The features, they're having sure. input into those features. And that's something we love. It's, you know, we're not, we don't, we're not going to take the approach that we know better than our customers. Our customers are what's teaching us, yeah. helping us to learn. And that's why you're seeing all those changes. We're listening to those, the feedback. Every update, it's like, it's even better. And there's stuff that I've even thought, I've thought about, maybe stuff I haven't thought about. And it's like, oh, well, you're already doing it. Uh, one of the new features on the Elite is you now show who owns what parcel of property. Great for backcountry, because you don't want to just pull over and be in a rancher's field or something like that. So you can tell BLM or Forest Service or even private, which is really, really cool. Exactly right. Yeah, we pulled that over from the hunt side. It's been incredibly useful on that side. And, and we use a slogan, know where you stand. Yeah. We want you to know exactly where you're at. We want you to feel comfortable, and we want yeah. you to be responsible in doing that. Absolutely. You know, this is a this is a hobby that we all cherish, yeah. and we don't want to lose that. Every day, trails are closing, yeah. and it's because, you know, sometimes people just either don't have the information or, you know, they, they didn't see a sign. Yeah, ignorant or, or right. whatever. That's exactly right. They, so, don't, they, don't, they don't mean harm, but exactly at the same right. time, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, it could ruin it for a lot of us if you take the wrong turn and you're, you're not That's supposed exactly to be. right. And sometimes you just don't see a sign. Sometimes yeah. it's just hard to see. Um, so as we were coming in on this trail today, mm-hmm. we were seeing that whole driving view ahead of us. Yeah. And you can see a pri- pri- private, private property owners coming up yep. on every single turn you yeah. came across. And it was just cool. I mean, we yeah. knew exactly where we were. Yeah. Right when we turned into this place, we knew, okay, all right, this is where we're at. So uh, if I want to download the Onyx app or I want to get a membership, how does that work? And where can I find it? So get it on either app store. So Android, uh, the, the Google Play store or the uh, iTunes store or the app store on, on Apple. Um, you can also use it on web at Onyx Maps. Dot com. Uh, you can form one login, use it across all of those devices. You can log in on any of those devices you want. So I'm using an iPad, an Android yeah. phone, and an iPhone this week. Um, and I'm using, you know, they're all syncing together, and it's a great experience. Yeah. So you can pick it up, use it wherever you want. Super easy to use. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the trip. Absolutely. We really support, uh, appreciate the support of both the podcast and of uh, the magazine and yeah. our events and stuff like that. We, you guys have been great partners. Here. We love being here. Thanks so much for, for having us out and looking forward to next time. I appreciate it. Thank you. 
And who you got next, uh, Mr. Holman? Uh, Falcon Tires. They've got a killer AT and MT out right now with some stuff on the way. So we uh, get a little inside scoop for the truck show on what's uh, what's going on and what's next. All right, so when it comes to uh, off-road tires, uh, one of the brands that I really like, that I've had a lot of uh, success with over the years, actually kind of was one of the people that helped launch them uh, when they moved from cars into trucks is Falcon Tire. And with Doug Fletcher from Falcon, who was out on the trail with us. And in fact, Doug, you were out with Marco, Brad, and I on our Center Force run, and then we're reunited a month later. We're out on the uh, four-wheeler Overland Adventure. Man, I'm telling you, both runs, the Center Force run and this Overland Adventure run, fantastic stuff i mean just the camaraderie the scenery just what a, what an awesome time this has been a great week uh i'm just happy that i didn't wreck my jeep uh any more than i did on the center force run i was a lot a lot uh, more careful on this one at least in my own personal jeep um but you guys uh sponsored the event you handed out tires to whoever wanted out of all the participants you have both the new uh, at and the mt Let's talk about some of the technology because you guys are actually doing some really cool stuff in the space that sort of sets you apart. And a lot of people think, oh, it's just a tire. But there's a lot of love and passion that have gone into the new Wild Peaks because you guys are out using it, you're out wheeling, you're out racing, and you've taken that and put them into a really good consumer tire. Well, thanks for all that, Sean. I mean, uh, that says it all right there, really. But the technology that's behind the Wild Peak AT3W, um, you know, and we're going to be launching an at T4W. Oh, it was almost hard to say. Okay. Uh, coming soon to an off-road world near you. All right. I like it. And an MT02. Oh, the next generation MT. Yeah. We're also going to do some expansion sizes come the end of this year. Okay. Um, we'll see. I'm predicting okay. first quarter. Um, we'll see a 40. Finally, because you guys are up to 38 right now, right? We're at 38 right okay. now, but we'll see a 40 coming out from us, uh, and, and we're, we're looking really forward to that. And then also we're launching a new one, the Wild Peak RT, which will rock right in between the MT and the at So like an aggressive all-terrain. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so the technology behind these tires, um, first of all, it's, it's all about the people, yeah. right? We want to give the people the best ride possible quiet ride and and have the technology that as they're going on the trail they don't get slippage they don't have problems they can just go right up the terrain that they want to go up um so we you know we built a lot of special features that would be a huge laundry list to name right now but uh, i'll name how about can i can i bring up uh, three of them sure absolutely okay so you guys have the deepest tread block in the at category and that is 20, 30 seconds rubber. 20, 30 um, seconds. Yeah. We have the deepest tread depth there is at 20, 30 seconds. in uh, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them uh, in the 20, 30 seconds, 19, 30 seconds. And then, of course, tailing down to the industry at 17 and 16, because uh, most of the industry is at 16 and 17, 30 seconds. Now, how do you mitigate, you know, tread squirm and things like that? Because that's a really deep tread, and it's great for traction. It's great for wear. But what do you do to make sure that you still have good on-road di uh, driving dynamics? Well, first of all, it starts with a compound, Sean. Good base compound, the tread compound. And then we also put in some special bridges uh, that are built into the tread blocks to keep that squirm down. So it's kind of like a like a, a stiffening structure Absolutely. in the tread. Absolutely. The, the other thing that uh, you guys do, which I was really impressed with, is 
as off-roaders know, and most people, I think everybody listening to the show knows, heat is the enemy of tires, right? And and the the way to kill your tire really fast is is excessive heat. And as we all know, as overlanders with heavier vehicles, as off-roaders, people just who enjoy the backcountry or just on a trail or rock crawling, we air down. And there's a lot of time between trails. You may be at 12 or something like that or 15. And you may take the risk that I'm going to drive down this road to the next trailhead so I don't have to air up. And that obviously builds a lot of heat, especially at the heavier weights of some of these rigs. And you guys have built into the tire a technology that helps dissipate the heat in the tread and in the sidewall before it ever hits the, the rim and the bead of the tire. And maybe talk about that a little bit because I think that's something really valuable for people who, you know, want to feel safe when they're driving between places aired down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome technology. So just to throw out a couple things from the runs that we did yesterday in a day, we hit a lot of washboard. And, um, of course, on our Falcon Jeep, we're running beadlocks. So to get some comfort out of it, we dropped down to 10 PSI. Sure. Uh, and we're pretty heavily loaded with a lot of equipment, roof tent, everything else. So there's a lot of heat that's generated. So we have in our sidewall, we have a heat diffuser built into it. You'll see it right around the edge of the rim. And what it does is it acts like a cooling fin, uh, which helps keep that bead area cool, which is the part that would really fail when you overload it. So it's it's great technology. And then our in our tread compound, we have something called 3D nanotechnology, um, where we temperature eyes our rubber. Um, so when it's cold, that sounds rubber, like a lot of sciencey stuff. Man, I'll tell you, it's techy stuff. Listen, I'm just some dude out in the <laughs> backcountry wheeling my Jeep, hoping I'll get a flat tire. And now you're talking about all the sciencey stuff. <laughs> so the the 3D nano stuff is is really temperature check for rubber. So when it's cold, rubber gets really hot. You know that. When it's hot, rubber gets really soft. Sure. So we control that temperature in the rubber to give it the best of both worlds without failing. And so then, would you say that the Falcon Wild Peak tires have uh, black magic in them? <laughs> black magic is a great way to put it, yeah. Wizard, some sort of weird wizardry that, <laughs> that makes them uh, perform and also uh, dissipate heat. Yes, I would say that absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, I've been really impressed with the tires. It was funny because we were out here and a lot of the, the folks who were out here have had their favorite tire brands and you got them into your tire. And there were a lot of arms that said, I'm completely converted. These tires are amazing. And I was I was amazed, like, how many people. It wasn't just, ah, I got a free set of tires, so I'm going to run them. And then they're up on Craigslist. No, they're, like, passionate people. Like, these are the best set of off-road tires I've ever had. So it was great to see that because we were over every type of terrain imaginable. We went over rock and shelves and sand and water crossing and highway and aired down, aired up, overloaded, all that kind of stuff. And, and the tires just did a great job. I was also impressed that... Um, looking at some of the treads of these the newer ones and you guys have a really good do a really good job with your compound where there's not chunking and there's not sidewall cuts like everything looks very durable um you weren't walking away going man these tires i went on one trip and they already looked bad like they they were they look brand new yeah we we spent a lot of time working on our tread compound our our design team uh drew hallett really the guy behind the science uh he just really goes to town and and, you know, he wants only the best thing for Falcon when it comes to the Wild Peak family. And so he spends a lot of time to make sure everything's right. Uh, we do a lot of testing both on our proving grounds and locally at our warehouse. Uh, we do a lot of toe tests and stuff like that to make sure that, you know, we're going to give a good product because we don't want any consumer to be unhappy with our product and deal with any kind of problem like chunking or anything yeah. else. 
And I'll, I'll tell you one other thing. Um, except for the MT, but our AT3W, yeah. we offer a two-year free road hazard on it. I mean, is that that has got to be one of the best in the industry, right? Yeah, we're the only one in the industry. Wow, okay. That, I mean, think about it. If you're off-road and you run over something, yeah. it's when two years, you know, 330 seconds rubber, uh, road hazard. That's uh, that's pretty generous of you guys. Yeah. I think it shows, like, you know, companies don't often uh, have good warranties. Like, there's a lot of companies who will do a warranty if they have a... a, a not a great product, but nobody does a really good warranty if they have a bad product because you go out of business. So that just shows the type of commitment and confidence you have in the products that you're turning out that you can say, yeah, we're so confident in this tire that if you have a problem in two years, we've got you covered. And I think that says a lot about Falcon. Yeah, thanks, Sean. It's it's something that, uh, you know, Falcon is really proud of. And, you know, we're, we're growing. We're, we're now the SRI, Sumitomo Rover Industry, is now the fourth largest tire manufacturer in the country. So, uh, you know, we're just getting bigger and bigger every year. So, well, it's been fun to uh, to watch the growth and to uh, go wheeling with you and Stan. It's uh, I always love seeing you guys on the trail, and I uh, hope to do more this year. If people want to find out more about Falcon, where do they go? Go to www.falcontires.com, and we'll see you in Ultimate Adventure for sure. I hope so. I hope so. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Wait, do I'm looking at the waveform over there, and it continues. You have more from uh, Overland Adventure? Pl- plenty more. We've got Jason, <laughs> whose truck almost burned down. Wait, what? Yeah, so uh, I helped him uh, make sure it was running again, but uh, never what, was have a, a trail a, fire. An, an electrical? What uh, happened? Just, just listen to the clip. Ugh. All right, state your name for the record, sir. I'm Jason Helbig. And why am I talking to you right now? I'm not sure exactly. Uh, you and I spent a tremendous amount of time. I've spent more time with you this week than I have my own wife. And I appreciate that more than you um, know, buddy. <laughs> we got to know each other very intimately. There might have been uh, some incidents that, uh, that uh, uh, revealed butt crack, I think. That, was, that actually happened. Yeah. Uh, on accident. It's not weird, people. It's just that we were fixing stuff and you know, guys out in the middle of nowhere uh, sometimes have to pull their pants. So that being said, you have a killer freaking J10 4x4 that you brought out here. That's an overlanding rig, and it was awesome. Thank you. Appreciate and then day that. one happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, so you had the weirdest problems I've ever seen ever, and I hung with you in the back while we kind of worked and fixed that, and so, like, tell me, what... Margaritaville, what? Where do we even start? You know, I don't know. It's kind of weird because uh, everything about this has been trial and error. You know, when you think you have everything dialed and in place and everything fine-tuned and working the way it should be, here comes another surprise. All right, so chronological order. Let's start with day one, and then we'll work our way through because I think people listening will get a kick out of your misery a little bit, but also like the total like engineering we did to keep you on the trail. Absolutely, man. And to get us back every single night to camp and hang out and tell stories yeah, about sure. it, that's that's what's the most important thing. Uh, day one, let's start there. Um, everything was going good. We were cruising along, uh, kind of hanging towards the back of the pack and we start climbing up to go out to the arches and along comes two cows <laughs> running down the middle of the road, taking their sweet time, hanging out. Uh, the truck's started to overheat we were just moving a little a a little too slow for uh i think what it was designed for um that's one thing that i'm working on now Uh, you definitely found the uh the chink in the armor on that one we did yeah yeah we did um i thought at that point i was at a point where i should probably turn around and go back but 
I, I don't quit. That's right. So I decided to keep chugging along with everybody. Um, we get into the, the middle of our day and we're cruising along. And I notice that uh, we're having some more heat issues. But I'm learning to kind of maneuver and, and, and do things to work around that. And what is this? This is a Stroke uh, 360 V8? Stroke 360. Um, it's, it's a 406. And you've got a, a Sniper EFI system on it? I converted to Sniper EFI just recently. Um, I spent a lot of time with uh, Holly Tech Support, which yep. they've been awesome. Those guys have been so patient. Yeah, we got to have them on the show because we've been talking about Sniper for a while, and people seem to really like their system. It seems to be a very, very good, solid, simplistic system, but I think the with everything that I've been dealing with, it's a combination of lots of different yeah. things. Um, but so far, I've been very happy with it. It seemed to keep us plugging along. Um, but we had some heat issues. We had some fuel pump issues with vapor locking. Things of that nature. I have moved fuel pumps to many different locations to work with this, but what I'm running is a, a mechanical fuel pump to feed a power surge tank that's feeding the EFI. And routing is the number one issue I think that I'm having a problem with with the fuel lines running too close to heat. Um, so the truck generates a lot of heat. So we're getting uh, basically vapor lock because warm fuel is going in the return line back to the tank and then it just wasn't cooling off Correct. and then you're getting vapor lock. So then we'd have to stop. But where we really got acquainted was uh, your truck uh, failed the smoke test because a lot of the smoke came out. Yeah. So on the last stretch after uh, we made several pit stops to cool it down, let it settle its, its issues, <laughs> sure. let's just say. We finally were on that homeward bound, that, that last stretch of leg going up that hill climb. And for whatever reason, my power cable that runs my dual batteries decides to weld itself to the core support. I think you continued. defied chemistry. There are pieces of copper welded to uh, steel and uh, some melted aluminum and all this. Like, like I think you need to send the core support to scientists. I was behind you on the trail, and I see you guys hop out so damn fast and pop open the hood, and I'm and the smoke's pouring out. I'm like, is it steam? Because I knew you were overheating. Or is it fire? And it's like, oh, it's fire. Crap. So It was fire. Yeah, we, we went up, and... and Dude, that was crazy how fast we took apart your truck. That was uh, by far the most, um, I think, rewarding part of, of uh, the issues that we had. Everybody acted really quick. Huge props to you and and Diana for uh, getting getting proactive and stepping in really quick. And, and Ryan, my, my passenger, my co-pilot. Um, you get in a panic situation. You don't really know what to do or what's going on really quickly. Yeah, where's the fire extinguisher? Who has this? Where are the tools? Right. I mean, right. We, we were, everybody grabbed something different. I'm, I was unbolting the battery uh, leads from the auxiliary battery. Somebody was uh, unbolting, uh, I think you, uh, Ryan was unbolting the uh, the other battery. You were pulling the cable. I'm pulling like, the cable with a wet you, towel from the, oh, all the coolant. Which is really good for electricity <laughs> is to have a wet towel right. and you're pulling cable. And like chunks of charred cable are coming out. I, I, I'm you, cutting them with... with uh, with dikes trying to make sure this stuff wasn't going to continue to burn so yeah uh thanks everybody's <laughs> help and all hands on deck with it we were able to get it put out uh we found all the wires that were burnt which weren't many um you know with some macgyvering yeah we did some we, awesome we zip tied some uh positive battery cables on we, we zip tied we, the battery cables we used a ratchet uh, strap around the battery to hold battery. it to the tray we we took apart all the good battery cables going to the uh, the second battery, cut them down so that we could attach them and use them for the first battery. We got you. We actually got you on the road in like 
I don't know, half an hour or something? I think we were even quicker than that. Dude, we could have been on a NASCAR pit team as I fast as we so. were moving. That's pretty cool. We, uh, we got all the wiring for the fuel pump taken care of that had burned up as well. Got everything up and running. And we're uh, on the up and up. So... Thank you again for that. I appreciate that. But no, that was that was awesome. Um, I apologize for the giant cow pie that made me made, made it to the hood of your truck one night. Uh, that was Vern Simons, S I M O N S. Thank you, Vern, <laughs> who uh, who did that. And um, no, your, your truck's awesome. Sorry that that uh, you had some trail repairs, but I thought it was pretty fun. In fact, we were kind of cruising with the Texas crew, and uh, one of our guys, BJ, who has this incredible, crazy build. Um, he blew an airline, and we. I thought it was you guys again. It's like, oh no! And it was Finally, for once, guy. it wasn't. It me. wasn't you. Yeah, you're like, it was not great it. to lend a hand back to somebody, yeah. and not be that guy. But. Yeah, but it was fun. I mean, that's the part of like trail riding is, is like, the things you remember are, you know, holy crap, that dude's truck caught on fire, and right. we fixed it. and He went further down the trail, and I mean, here it is. You're on the, the last night of the trip, and you guys made it the whole way here. So we made it. You, you know, know, and you, you and a great never, new story and new friends. And that's that's the most important thing. You know, you can never prepare for a trip like this you spend months and months getting ready for the trip you pack everything that you think you need there's things that you don't need yeah. but what's important is is that everybody like you said steps in lends a hand is there to help out and make sure that we can all finish this out yeah and that was my biggest push every day i felt horrible for like letting the group down and being that guy that was struggling with with hiccups but that it's, one thing about that there, truck, brother, man, all of us is are there. That one truck has never let me down, but it's the help from all of you guys that really made it worth the effort. So, well, that's the community, right? The community aspect of overlanding that's awesome is everybody wants nothing but everybody to be good, and everybody's lending tools and extra parts and wires, and we got that thing up and running. So it was fun to see you back on the trail today. But, dude, honestly, pleasure to hang out with you and and uh, go on the trail with you. And honestly. Uh, a pleasure uh, bending over under your hood, ripping wires out of your truck hey, in a frantic nature. I'm more than happy to uh, <laughs> allow you to, be, to do that. All right. Well, I hope this is not the last time that we get to hang out or, or go on the trail. And we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch. But um, safe travels home. And, uh, hey, thanks for the uh, memories. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it all, Sean. Next up is uh, one of our podcast listeners, if you can believe that. They've got a uh, really cool uh, JK with a Ursa Minor. Uh, camper on it, which is like a hardtop replacement. Uh, it's basically a hardtop and tent all in one thing. Uh, gave them some stickers because I didn't have a t-shirt. So uh, so listen along. I found a podcast listener out on Overland Adventure 21. Apparently, in our travels, a bunch of people were out um, uh, drinking last night, I guess is the way to say. Partying, ha- having adult beverages. And I had like two or three people come by and say, oh, I heard about Overland Adventure from the podcast. And then you came by and what did you ask me for on day one? Day one. First time I saw you in the parking lot? Didn't even say hi. I wanted a t-shirt. And uh, I I promised you I would mail you one, didn't I? You did. Now, I did give you something. Yep. I got like three or four stickers out of the deal. So that's a start. All right. So I'm I'm halfway there. You're halfway there. And so for everybody, he does give out merchandise. (laughs) Yeah. If you catch me when I have it on me. Um, All right. So you've got a JK with what's called an Ursa Minor, which is a really cool pop top camper that replaces your hard top. Yep. And you guys uh, are from Washington. Yep. And your lovely wife, Maria. Yep. Who's kind of hanging out in the corner over here. Um, that thing is awesome. So uh, a black uh, JKA uh, 37s? 37s. And then you got full float axles, it looks like. Huh? So they're actually just Dana 44 stock axles. Okay. But then I got the full float conversion kit with the manual hub from Terraflex. Oh, nice. So you got the Dana 60 wheel bearings yeah. in there. Yeah. And big brake Way better kits. than the unit bearings. Yeah. Yeah, at least these, if you can tighten them up on the trail if you have to. Yeah, so uh, 
Oh, you got Cascadia uh, solar on the hood? Yes, we just put that on in okay. February and we absolutely love it. Right on, and it looks like uh, it was easy on for your awning on the side. Yep, 270 swing around, so we got coverage in the back. A little bat wing action, you got the uh, AT uh, propane tank holder in the back of the Ursa. Yep. And some, uh, some nice sliders. And what suspension are you running? So I've got, so it's Fabtech long arm, and then I swapped out the coils for the AE four yep. and a half inch high capacity. Yep. And then Terraflex adjustable shock. It sits perfectly too. Like it's, it, I bet it rides great. Those AEV coils are awesome. It rides really nice. I know the, uh, the guy that developed the uh, Falcon shocks and he's like a shock genius. And uh, I heard nothing but good things about those, those, uh, those shocks. So, all right, so uh, cool rig, blah, 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 overland adventure. <laughs> Let me ask you a more burning question. Why the hell do you listen to the podcast? Uh, how, how did you find it? And why don't you do better things with your time? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cheap entertainment. This is definitely cheap. It's cheap because it's free and it's cheap because it's just cheap. Yeah. Do you ever learn anything? I do. I love oh, it when you interview like the manufacturers and whatnot. Like I first started listening when you're interviewing the guys who developed the Raptor suspension and all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's when I started getting hooked and then worked your way up. Buddy right. told me about it and he's like, you need to listen to these guys. I was like, I've got too many podcasts. I don't need to listen to anymore. <laughs> and these guys, they actually suck. So <laughs> no, I've listened to you guys ever since for a long time now. So have you listened to all of them yet? I'm probably two behind right now. Okay. Three behind. Okay. Have you, what is your favorite moment or uh, episode? Well, I really liked it when you guys were talking about the, uh, the Mojave. Okay. Jeep with yeah. the Jeep guys. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Lightning was pretty pissed that it didn't take him for a ride in it. He's pretty upset most of the time with you. That's true. That's, that's also true. But you know, until he gets my F100 done, uh, it's just like, whatever, dude. Do you really think it's going to get done? Have you seen progress on it? No. Okay. No, he did give me a 3D printed intercooler. Uh, he says, this is what we're going to build. And that was like six months ago. Oh. And last time I went there, there was just stuff piled in, in the bed. And I was like, all right. <laughs> At least it's covered storage, right? Uh, I, get, yeah, I mean, that's good, right? Um, I do have a friend who called me last week and said, if you get it done, I have an indoor SEMA spot in our booth for you. Oh, and I'm like, that's... Uh, now we're running out of time because it's almost June. Right. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be June. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, uh, that's a sore subject. Uh, everybody thinks, oh, no, you guys are just joking around. No, really, I have a 67 F100 that is sitting there. Well, how long has it been there since Lightning got there? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah, something okay. like that. So, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, otherwise, I've, I've got my, uh, my JL here. So, uh, and there's no rattles when you're bombing by us at camp the other day. That's so quiet. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that rattles is uh, when, the rooftop tent when it's up there. Without it, it's fine, but I can hear a little bit of the creaks. But we're actually going to take, I only have two mounting bars, crossbars for it. Okay. We're adding a third. So I think adding the third and tying it is going to make it even more solid up there. And that was a concept hookup originally, right? So that was a deal where, so GFC uh, was kind of like, hey, we want to do a, a prototype mounting system because we want to sell these. A lot of Jeep people are asking. So I already had a Rhino backbone. And so we did a prototype uh, crossbars and then figured out that the uh, JLs actually have half an inch of rise in the middle. And oh. so you can't do the bar straight across because they hit the roof. And it doesn't look like it, but they're, there's actually, they're actually curved. So I had to put half-inch spacers and you know, figure some stuff out. So, But it, it works good. I've had it on there for like you know 10,000 miles. It hasn't flown off yet on the yeah. trail or anything. Nice place to sleep. <laughs> all right, uh, so you guys are heading all the way back now to Washington? Headed back to Washington. So how many uh, hours from here? Well, it was 24 to Page, so from here it's like 17 or 18, I think. Okay, well, but we don't take the freeway. We, yeah. we take the scenic byways. This thing here, because we're up on the Canadian border, you know? Yeah. Well, the top is made in Chula Vista yep. on the Mexican I, border. Yep. We drove topless 23 hours. No way. At the beginning of April in 2016. Yeah. Froze our butts off in Shasta area. 
we were in our long johns with our zero degree sleeping bags on and the heat blasting to get down there. And then we got stuck in LA traffic and got fried yeah, for three hours. Yeah, that's every single day in <laughs> my life. I get that. So that was our trip for that. That's epic. Well, so anyone who wants to uh, see the Jeep, uh, head over to, uh, to our Instagram page. Uh, or go to fourwheeler.com. We got a bunch of coverage from Overland Adventure. And if you want to check out uh, Ursa Minor, like I said, it's the uh, hardtop replacement. It looks factory, except a full living quarters pops out of the roof. So it's pretty cool. I hope wheeling with me for a week didn't, you know, sour you on uh, on anything. And go, man, that guy's really a dick in person. Lightning's no, right. No, I got to figure out how to hang out with you more. I think it was a good time. <laughs> well, I got to go. I actually have to go up to Washington to uh, to trail ready because. Uh, he just sold an old Willys and has a, a transmission and a transfer case I need. Okay. So uh, maybe uh, send me send me a note. I'll get you a t-shirt. Maybe I'll hand deliver it on my Washington trip. How about we'll that? just meet you somewhere to get it, yes. All right. I like that. Good plan. All right. All right. You guys drive safe. All right. Thank you. And that's it, right? From Overland Adventure, we're all done. That was the last interview. Nope. 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 Uh, as an honorary Texan, uh, I had to uh, interview the Texas contingent. I think you'll find this one uh, quite uh, quite fun. We talk about some very important topics. Oh, it must be food. Damn it. So, uh, Tim, you came to uh, Overland Adventure with a cool F-250 high boy. What year is that thing? It's around a 73 model. You had a really cool ho- uh, hood ornament yesterday morning. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was nice and round. Burn Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S is the <laughs> guy who put that perfectly round cow patty right on your hood. But it wasn't, he didn't do it because he was mean. He just did it because he thought it was perfectly symmetrical and really was excited to show you, but you were sleeping. Well, I, I took it as a compliment and as a trophy, which is why I brought it with me. <laughs> and then you also tried to serve it back to you, me and him, in a Dutch oven with uh, melted cheese and pepperonis on it, trying to sell it as uh, Dutch oven pizza. Yeah, and my feelings were hurt that you didn't, you had some good tacos, though. That, I did have tacos, yeah. I don't Marco blame you. fed me. So the real reason I want to talk to you is, um, have, you, have you ever listened to the Truck Show podcast before? Man, I'm, a, I'm not a technologically advanced person. Good. So, so you won't hear what we're going to say to you uh, about okay. you behind your back. Um, you're from Texas. Um, I'm sure you can you can hear that. Uh, you know, I've told you the story that I'm actually an honorary Texan. Yes. Uh, they've sent me a you flag. I drink proved Dr. It. Pepper. I swill it like uh, like it's the nectar of the gods. And, uh, when I, and I love barbecue. I cook brisket. I do Texas-style brisket. And I've been embraced by the people... But there's still one sticking point, and that's this thing that Texans like Whataburger. And you keep going off about how good Whataburger is, and I I just, I feel like Lightning and I are on the show, and we're constantly talking about, you know, the people say it's Southern California pompousness, I get it. We're talking about In-N-Out. Yeah, of course we are, because that's where we're from. But we've never had the voice of Texas, and after getting to know you this week, I'm 100% convinced that you have earned the right to be the voice of Texans, and I need you to explain yourself and defend your position of why Whataburger is better than In-N-Out or anything else? Well, I mean, it's simple. It's it's scientifically proven that uh, In-N-Out sucks. But it, but that's the thing is it, it's not it's not scientifically proven. That's just that's just your no. Opinion. Texas has done a lot of studies on uh-huh. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, scientists and uh, and uh, people that are smart. So what do you say to somebody who says yet In-N-Out has made it to Texas, but Whataburger has not made it to California? Wayne's sharing that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because I'll spend less time, you know, uh, keeled over in the crapper. Um, the thing that you Texans do that I both love and hate you for is you have a thing called Texas toast. And Texas toast is one of those key words in my culinary language that if I see a restaurant that has it, no matter how crappy it is, I have to get something with Texas toast on it. 
So last time we went by a Whataburger, I'm like, oh, dude, it's, I don't really want Whataburger, but I got to remind myself how bad it is. So I'm going to I'm gonna go in the drive-thru. I'm going to pick something up. And there, I swear to God, in lights was Texas Toast Bacon Cheeseburger. And I'm like, all right, Whataburger, just, they owned everything. I'm in. And then I got it. And it looked like, like some dude made it in the back and then ran it over with a car. It was about you know, three quarters of an inch tall. And the, the bacon was smushed and... They wrapped it in like you know toilet paper, and it just it it, it, it wasn't it wasn't pleasing to my palate. I mean, there's a they read your license plate when you come to. The is that what it is? Do you think they spit in it? Do I think? Okay, all I right, mean. all right. Um, is there anything we can do to convince you to try In and Out again uh, in your lifetime? A lot of research and development. Um, you know, you can go with the China route and really try to copy what Waterburger is doing. Okay. Okay. And, uh, uh, you're talking about IP theft. And, and apply that technology to the In-N-Out burger. Okay. And expand the menu, and, and none of that secret menu baloney. What? That's the best part about it. See, maybe that's the problem: is you didn't know what to order off the secret menu, and you're jade. I think this is jealousy. I can't go in there with some code words for some fancy hamburger. Yeah, you do. I'm uh, like, hey, double, man. Double animal style. Fries well done. Animal style. I want three patties. I want a 50-50. Oh, it's, it's on the menu. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Well, you just, it is on the menu. You just you just have to blurt it out it's and like a ver- secret. verbalize it. Tell me, what exactly about In-N-Out sucks to you? Well, you know, everything. But, uh, okay, but, mostly, but let's, uh, let's hit some solid points. Everything's broad. No, it's, broad. Uh, uh, you know, I like food. Okay. I'm not, right. I'm not a skinny man. No, no. You you and I uh, um, imagine he looks just like me. He uh, He has a beard. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, we're, we're similar. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we both I'm wear little, baseball hats. I'm a little better looking, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, your beard, maybe. But no, uh, the, it's all, the portions Can we agree are, that we're both beautiful men with beautiful beards? Can we yeah. at least come to terms no, on that? No, yeah. Okay. No, you're actually better looking than me. I'm just trying that. to. They can't see me, so there's my <laughs> chance. But now the portions aren't, aren't as big as I want, you know? Okay, but and you it, can order a 4x4. Four four. It seems like you overlanding would do a 4x4, four four, then. Well, you know, enough. I could if it was on the menu. It is on the menu. It's just not for. Oh, you know what? I get it. They also read your license plate and they <laughs> remove it from the menu when you come, and and then they don't offer that to you. So. No, it's 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 better than uh, Dutch oven give me, cow give me pie while. pizza. Give me a little while. I'll think of something that's better than. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I just wasn't happy with uh, you know I want large fries. I don't want this little bag of fries. It's just gonna make me mad because they suck, okay, and there's not I mean, enough of them. All right. All right. I mean, I, I can I can see it. Right. No, no. It'll I could eat it and it would keep me alive. I, and, I have uh, one question. All right, one last question. Because I'll let you go. I know that you know. I don't want to talk myself out of my uh, honorary Texan status uh, because that would be sad. It no, would you're be still hurtful. You're I just, just want to know, like, like if I love everything about Texas and I just don't love Whataburger, do I get the corner of my honorary Texan uh, citizenship like cut off? Like, how does that work? Am I okay? Am I allowed to not like one thing in Texas? Oh yeah, no, you're good. There's there's other burgers out there. Okay, you know, but right. they're not as good. I mean, <laughs> all right. I the first I, I'm in Utah right now. First thing I do when I cross over back into California, I'm gonna have an In and Out double double animal style in your honor. Okay, and I'll have uh, a water burger, something that's actually written down on the menu. <laughs> all right. So I don't have to have any secrets. You send me your picture, I'll send you mine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it, In and Out's not that bad. I just really like to give you a hard time, you know. Not really. It, if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I really love your truck. Oh, thanks. I like your Jeep. Uh, well, can you tell everybody your bumper sticker on the back? Oh, man. Which one? 
I don't remember. I just remember admiring it. It's the one that's on the right-hand corner. Isn't it yellow? Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for visiting Roswell. Yeah, I think you have Roswell one on there, right? Yeah. And the, and the front says, eat more possum. I do like the one that says, eat more possum. That feels like very on brand for you. Yeah, no, I mean... Is possum good? Is it better than In-N-Out? It's it's actually on the In-N-Out secret menu. <laughs> it is on the In-N-Out secret menu, but only for yeah. Texans. Uh, thanks for coming along on the trip. It's been fun uh, uh, working on... Um, you know the J10 with you, yeah. <laughs> and and BJ's uh, 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 contraption. That's been fun. No, the back of the pack was where the party was. You know, that's... we had a good time back there. We yeah. we stopped a lot, and, and then we got to go at our own pace. And we got to go at our own pace. We fixed a lot of things repeatedly. Yeah, but it's day three. So the, the night we made it through the week, and we're 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 here. We're done. We go home in the morning, and uh, I just want to say thanks for uh, get your knuckles greasy and busted with me. Man, and thanks for having us. It was a great time. And then uh, last but not least. Uh, we have got a crazy rad M715 build-out that uses Super Duty arms, front and rear, air suspension, a crazy Overland camper build-out of military surplus. I just, I can't even describe it. I'm going to let BJ do it here. All right, BJ, what's your name, your last name? Kleppel. It's German and hard to spell and which, pronounce. Which is why I asked you to do it, because <laughs> I would have butchered it. Um, all right. I, you have this thing that you brought to Overland Adventure. Yes. And we have a truck podcast. Okay. And it's a truck. Yep. And you look at it and you're like, that thing's a piece of shit. Yes. And you actually are like, it's a box. That's like Correct. the nickname for it. So I, then I didn't feel bad. Right. And then I looked at it and I'm like, dude, that's an M715. Yep. And then I looked at it some more and I went, that's got super duty radius arms under it. Yep. And then I looked at Fine it some rear. more. Then I looked at it some more and I go, it's got airbags at all four corners. Yep. Then I looked at it some more, and it's got an old military box that you converted into like some overlanding like uh, uh, respite from yeah. uh, the outdoors. <laughs> yep. Then I looked at it some more, and you have like all these compartments. There's like a toilet and a shower and like kitchen. tools and a kitchen. And I'm going, Hell yeah. This is the this thing's the best kept secret. Nobody, nobody is ever going to steal it, and nobody will ever understand the magic that is going on in that old Kaiser. No, it's uh, it takes a lot to get it running and keep it running. <laughs> so okay. Tell me about it. Oh, and you have a six five in it, which is super yes. wacky too. Yes, people hate them. I right. love them. Right, and it we goes have a, with the box theme. I need you to talk about your love of the turbo six five because we have a ton of guys on the podcast who are sick of you know Cummins, who are sick of Duramax, are sick <laughs> yeah. of Power Strokes. They're like, no, dude, six five all the way. Yeah, I mean, it might LS be like swaps. Those are out. Now. Those are outdone, right? Yeah. There's that one guy, maybe two, who listen and they're like. Finally, a champion for the six-five, dude. It's you. It's you're the guy. You have to. You just like I had Tim. I'll speak, hold the torch. Just because I had Tim torch. speak for all Texans about Whataburger versus In-N-Out, you get to speak for all Texans about the six-five. Go. Um, I don't know why I like them. Okay. Um, I got an old military truck. It had a six-two in it. And come on, let's I agree just, that's an absolute boat anchor. The six two I mean, is horrible, dude. Depends on how deep the water is. I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um. I love them. I don't know what to tell you. I, I just, I've always liked them. Have you ever been in a mental institution? Um, not that I know of. Have you ever been in a jacket that has no arms? Maybe. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a baseline for why the 6.5 and 6.2 family makes you happy. I have no idea, man. I, I can't even explain it. It's just, I've had, I've got Humvees and they just kind of treat me okay. Okay. And it goes with the box theme. Yeah. And, I mean, it works. All right. I mean, Somewhat. Well, this is the second engine, so. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you replace a 6.5 or a 6.2? It was 6.5 yeah. to a 6.5. Okay. So I'm not good at learning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what trans do you have in that thing? 
NV4500. Oh, dude, okay, I can totally get on board behind well, yeah, NV4500. Yeah, Cummins absolutely. guys like that. I dude, got right. something right. Yeah, 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 right. And thanks for saying Cummins the correct way because we all know the G is silent. Yeah. Um, the, the two things that were, were funny, I mean, ish now because we're drinking and it's, you know, the end of the trip, uh, was the time that you're, uh, you have an uh, airline between your cab and the air suspension system. Yes. And it blew a pinhole and it started lowering itself on the trail. And you get on the radio and the J10's in front of us and we think they, they're, something's wrong. And then you get on the radio and go, I broke. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> not radio protocol at all. And we got there, and we thought we were, we had it, right? We took some uh, some hoses, wrapped it around the stainless steel uh, line. We had like 800 hose clamps. You got it Fixed. up to 120 PSI. We got down the road on that thing. And right when the Utah Department of DNR bird counter, a very pretty girl, by the way, comes by in her Toyota, oh, yes. her Toyota pickup truck, on her way past us, it blows the line. 120 PSI in her at face. Her, and she screamed like she had just been shot by a gun. And then she saw your Texas license plate, and she was sure she was shot by a gun. But it wasn't that. It just blew the hose. So we ended up getting some uh, high-pressure, um, uh, I guess, uh, EFI fuel lines, right? Yes. And yep. refixed it and everything like that and put a service loop in it to add some flexibility and got so you did, down the road again. Did I tell you the cause? No. I, yeah, the, I the bed actually came un, unattached. The oh, entire that's bad. bed. It, there's six bolts that hold it yeah. onto the truck. Okay. Um, it had one. Attached well, that's this not, morning. Okay, in all honesty, that's What's not the percentage? completely. Yeah. It's high percentage, but it's not completely but, uh, detached. That's why we had to go into Moab and find hardware. Okay. But, Are you uh, fixed now? Yes. All right. Well, I mean, it's a 6.5. So <laughs> you don't know. Is it okay, ever fixed? Like, is it running now? Well, at the moment, okay, no. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just walk me through this thing. Okay, you get you find this M715. Yeah. Something about it is amazing. Except the engine, so you put a 6.5 in it. Yep. You build out this Overland camper thing. Like, let's talk yeah. about that. Um, and you did it all yourself, right? Like, this yes. is all fabricating your yeah. own time. T 21 months. Um, I got the truck in my shop. Um, it just snowballed. I had some Super Duty, a Super Duty front axle and a 14-bolt rear. And um, I had the Ford coil buckets, all f the Ford radius arms in the front. And then I decided I was going to link the rear and do airbags because I wanted to use the truck to tow and do stuff like that. And then it, it just, I was like, I'll do airbags in the front. And then it turned into auto leveling and all this crap. And then I bought the aluminum bed from Tim and that turned into, let's make it into an overland camper and, and it just snowballs. It I really mean, is rad. Like on the outside, it's got a crazy patina on it. It yeah. looks old. Yeah, nobody it's would different look, colors. Yeah, yeah, nobody would look twice in the parking lot. But it's one of those vehicles that's so cool. It's so smart. All the stuff you. you do. Like you walk around it for an hour. Yeah. And there'll be something new you'll find that you'll yeah. appreciate. So Thank I just, you. you know, we got a lot of Truck Show podcast listeners who are inspired by this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I just wanted to let them hear you a little bit and, and have you talk about your truck. And then also just defend the 6.5 for those folks who, they need, <laughs> the, they need the, a champion, the dude. three people out the there. three people like, out there. Yeah. All right. So if, if people want to find uh, your truck, is, is there an Instagram page or anything yeah. for it? Yeah. Uh, Rad Shred Shed. That's <laughs> That's my, my okay. handle. All right. Um, there's quite a few build picks on there. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's – I don't know why I built the truck. It just – we're big into rock crawling, and and um, 
it just it snowballed. I don't I don't have a, a good explanation for you it. You just walked out one day and you went, what did I do? And the crappy part is, is this is like, this is R&D for that truck because like I have touched every aspect on it. And like, you know, the bed coming yeah, loose sure. and the stainless line busting. And yeah. Flexible lines, um, braided maybe. Oh, my shocks came loose, which by the way, <laughs> um, if you have air suspension shocks are extremely critical oh they especially will, yeah totally at, at full droop you're uh, you'll lose an airbag yeah, quickly yeah um and at full compression uh air isn't as let's yeah. say linear as exactly. other things so you got to yeah. be able to control that motion the old, the old bulldozer suspension <laughs> yeah but uh yeah man it's been a blast all right, brother. Well, it's great having you on the trip. Great hanging out with you, and uh, I'm glad we partied in the back. Hell yeah, man. And uh, I, I, I was talking to Tim. I hope that uh, I proved myself this week as an honorary Texan. I can continue to I mean, other the than in, the in and out thing, yeah, yeah. you're definitely, <laughs> yeah, honorary <laughs> box man. Yeah, he, do, this is him. Do I have a patch or a sticker? Can I get something? Of course. That, right. I, we got a console full. All right. I want, I want to get hooked up because yeah. I, I want to be part of the club. Yeah. When you call our rig boxes it is not it, it's it's a compliment it's it's what we're going for you guys are my favorite but wait you guys are your rigs yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah oh okay yeah. all right all right well yeah. you bags are my favorite box driving bastards so uh, yeah thanks man appreciate you guys and i hope we get to uh, wheel again in the future and stay in touch because yep. it was a lot of fun this week look forward to it man right on Sean Holman, everybody. Sean Holman, live from Overland Adventure, bringing you uh, more tape than we know what to do with here. Damn, some uh, hard-hitting interviews, as they say. And all the audio was good. Thank you very much. Yeah, it actually was good. So uh, levels were fine. Uh, I did a quick mix mono. It uh, it turned out great. So thank you for finally uh, having those levels up and making them audible. Finally, I did it. I messed up one time. <laughs> Uh, you're, n- n- you're notoriously low volume. One you know. time. Yeah, well, time. you guys don't see what I have to do behind the scenes every time you Holman takes out a mic. But good job. Inter- interesting stuff. Uh, had, a, had a good time listening to that. Uh, so I feel like it's time to get into some truck news. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? <laughs> I knew you were not going to do anything. Nope. The look on his face, he's depressed. I wasn't playing along with something you guys didn't know about off air, so now he's just all... I'm out. He's just... He's, I'm leaving. Are you leaving? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, he's uh, walking into the photo studio. And he, oh, he went to get some papers. Oh, he didn't fully ditch me. He went to get some truck news. I see uh, how it's going here. Welcome back, Holman. We were doing a lot without you. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> 10 seconds I realized that the news was on the uh, on the printer. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. No, I did not. Uh, the new 2022 Tacoma Trail Edition 4x4, according to Toyota, is ready for adventure. What do they... That's so generic. What do they mean? That's what the press release says. No, there's got to be more to it. No, that's literally what the press release says. Just that. That's like saying, hey, my truck is ready for the street. No, That says, doesn't say anything. It says that the uh, Trail Edition, which was first introduced in uh, 2021, is based on the SR5 package. It's got some unique uh, standard features and unique in-bed storage compartments. Uh, the driver's side can uh, double as a cooler, standard 120-volt in-bed power outlets, uh, Toyota Safety Sense P... 
the 3.5 liter V6 with 278 horsepower and 265 pound feet of torque. Max towing capacity comes in at 6,400 pounds with 9.4 inches of ground clearance. But what's new for 2022, you might ask? That's uh, increased suspension lift, 1.1 inch in the front and 0.5 in the rear, which uh, the Toyota Tacoma sorely needs. Um, Isn't that amount so kind of negligible, just an inch? Nope, not not really. It's you can definitely feel an inch. An inch is a big deal, especially when you're uh, riding off the uh, the bump stops in the back. Toyota Tacomas are notorious for slamming the uh, the bump stops, so that extra half inch will probably make a big difference in ride. It's offered only on the 2022 uh, double cab 4x4s. The rear locking diff is standard. New bronze 16-inch TRD wheels, uh, increased track width by half an inch. It's got the uh, heritage-inspired TOY. OTA grill equipped with bronze lettering, uh, black badging uh, returns. It's also got the off-road skid plate group from the off-road group, um, minus the TRD front one, but uh, new hood graphics, color keyed rear bumper. You can buy it in uh, Lunar Rock, which is that cool uh, metallic uh, uh, concrete color. Uh, and then there's four color options in total, Lunar Rock, Army Green, Super White, Midnight Black Metallic. And uh, Toyota would like you to know they've led the midsize pickup truck sales for 16 straight years. Huh. Well, it sounds like uh, a couple minor enhancements to an already strong truck. So uh, just a quick overview of the TRD Pro. Uh, comes with Fox internal bypass shocks designed to improve and enhance off-road performance. Also has the Toyota Safety Sense P, uh, six-speed or six-speed manual or automatic. The Toyota Safety Sense P sensors calibrated to work with the uh, extra height. We'll get to that in a second. Six-speed manual or six-speed automatic transmission only offered as a double cab 4x4. Same engine as the uh, Trail and uh, same towing capacity as 6,400 pounds, same ground clearance. However, the approach angle goes from uh, 34 to 36.4. The departure angle goes from 23.6 to 24.7. And the breakover angle is marginally better going from 26.4 to 26.6. What's new for 2022? They also get the 1.5-inch lift. The prior generation got a 1-inch. Uh, also get the half-inch uh, increase in the rear. There are new TRD forged upper control arms, which allow full utilization of the additional suspension travel, specifically on the rebound stroke. And the uh, black 16-inch TRD wheels are fitted with uh, new Goodyear tires. Uh, TRD Pro stampings on the rear quarter panel, black badging returns, but the TRD Pro badge was uh, strangely removed for 2022. Hmm. I think people like their Pro badges. Uh, new hood graphics. And now there's a uh, crazy new color called New electric lime metallic. Which Wait, is really new electric lime metallic? Freaking bright. Oh, yeah. It'll, Have you uh, seen it in person? Yeah, not in person, but the photos uh, made my, my retina monitor on my uh, MacBook hurt my <laughs> retinas. What, is it like, uh, it's like a neon? It's brighter. Brighter than a neon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brighter than anything you've ever seen ever on Earth. Huh. Brighter than that uh, crazy green Lamborghini color. Brighter. Wow. Also brighter than that. And the sun. Brighter than the sun? Brighter than that. Okay. Got it. Supernova. How about that? Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, lighting, did you hear? No! So as we know, it's been a uh, frustrating few months for uh, Bronco buyers as they've uh, experienced delay after delay, including a recent plant shutdown in May because of the semiconductor chip shortage. So it says the uh, most vexing problem of all remains the removable hardtop supplied by Webasto. Which has also been hit hard by the coronavirus-related delays. And according to the Automotive News and Motor Trend, uh, the last communications uh, with some customers of ordered Broncos makes it clear the hardtop issue is still there. Apparently, there's more demand than supply at the moment. 
An email was sent out to owners uh, whose vehicles were affected by the hardtop delays and said that a build date is not quite forthcoming yet. Uh, it says that they unfortunately can't provide you, uh, the new Bronco customer, with a definitive delivery window mm. until a uh, supply catches up. So sorry if you're a, uh, a Bronco uh, owner in waiting right now, uh, but it sounds like uh, good things come to those who wait. I wonder- you might have to wait a little longer. Holman, any idea, just your, your gut feeling, the hard removal hot, the removal- Hello, the removable hardtop customer versus the non-removable. Like, what's the ratio? Do you have just well, any gut tell you? One is the hardtop customer, one's a softtop customer. I mean, it basically comes down to that. So Ford had a fancy hardtop. Well, with, I'm saying which one is more popular in your opinion? Oh, it's always going to be the hardtop oh, okay. or dual top where you get both. Okay. Um, but sounds like the uh, the softtop owners will be the first ones to uh, enjoy their new uh, Broncos, at least for the meantime. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. No. Speaking of Bronco, apparently uh, Land Rover, uh, who sells, of course, the Defender 90 and now the Defender 110, uh, made a comment that uh, having so many iconic 4x4s on sale at once is good for every brand in the game. So uh, essentially saying, welcome to the party. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I like uh, good old Coke versus Pepsi. I like the the battle, like, hey, ours is better, and here's why. Well, you've got Jeep versus Bronco versus Defender. I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. It is. No, it's cool for the consumer, but I like to I like to see some war in the marketplace. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh, Cadillac Escalade V performance SUV is on its way. Ooh, I'm, oh, yes. I figured Tell that me would more. probably be, uh, yeah. be up your uh, alley. You know it. Some spy shots have uh, been shown, and uh, we believe the V treatment will be uh, a powerful V8 engine. GM supercharged LT4 V8, which has been offered Ooh. in previous Cadillac V-Series models, uh, is a possibility. We figured at least 650 horsepower on tap. <laughs> and most likely, Cadillac would spring for the newer version of the LT4 that powers the CT5 V Blackwing and makes 668 horsepower and 659 pound-feet of torque. Uh, uh, from, I will not be able to afford this, I can tell you for darn sure. For now, the Escalade's most powerful engine is a 420-horse 6.2 liter, which is, of course, no slouch at all. You can get the straight-six diesel as well. Do you remember the uh, the horsepower in Gale's uh, Blackwing? I can't I, recall. I don't remember. It's in the fives, isn't it? Something like that, okay. yeah. Uh, plug-in and electric versions are also on the way. Hey, uh, Lightning, did you hear? No! N- no, no, uh-uh. 2022 Rivian R1T truck has been delayed, but it will still beat the Ford F-150 Lightning and GMC Hummer to market. Really? So everybody is uh, uh, getting hurt by uh, what's going on in the industry right now, but uh, it sounds like this won't be a huge delay. First deliveries of the 2022 R1T launch edition models will now begin in July instead of June, so that's not too bad. So if you were wondering about uh, your Rivian truck, doesn't sound like you'll have to wait too long. Uh, we expect the uh, R1T Adventure and Explore packages uh, of the electric pickup to become available uh, hopefully in spring of 22. Uh, and no word yet on how this affects the Rivian R1S, which is the SUV version of the truck. Any idea how many uh, Ford trucks there are? Uh, I've seen the photos going around online where it's just like, a field full of Ford F-250s is what seems like forever. Are there tens of thousands of trucks that still are awaiting these, the, the chips? Do, any, any idea? I don't know if there's been any office chatter uh, about yeah. it. Yeah, there's there's a lot. And if you look at the used car market or used truck market right now, things are going bonkers. One of our friends who has a Ram who got it last year, the same vehicle is $10,000 more right now than it was a year ago when he purchased it. Oh, my God. 
That's crazy. So, I mean, the days on sale, typical dealership is like 60 to 90 days. And there's dealerships out there with under 30 days, sometimes under a week right now. You're talking about the inventory. They just have no inventory? Yeah. There's just nothing out there because everybody's waiting for chips to come in. Yeah. If you haven't seen that photo, just Google Ford's in field or uh, Ford chip shortage field. And you'll see like, you just can't, as far as the eye can see, just Ford F-250s stacked up. Yeah, Lightning, did you hear? No, my friend. Uh, a few rumors going on that the uh, next generation uh, GM uh, Chevy Silverado and GMC Sierra HD twins were, are going to have uh, some updates to their powertrains, which are the 6.6 liter uh, small block, which I'm not a huge fan of, and the L5P Duramax, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, but also it sounds like Ford really wants to just uh, shove it right in GM's face because there's been rumors <laughs> that they're starting to work on a twin turbo version of the Godzilla motor, which is a 7.3, which is crap. way better motor than that 6.6. That 6.6 is not that impressive, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't hear much about them at all. You know, you hear a lot about the Duramax, you hear a lot about even the little, the little baby, the 3.0. But man, you don't hear squat about the, 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 ga- the six liter gasser. Yeah, mm. nothing, uh, nothing worth writing home about. At least uh, not when I tested Twin it initially. Turbo Godzilla I mean, is that's what you're saying. Got to be 700 horsepower. Now right? that that's got to be what they're putting in the Raptor, right? No, it won't be the uh, it won't be the 7.3. It'll be that 5.2 liter out of the uh, Shelby GT500, which in the car produces. Uh, I think that's called the Predator, and in the car it produces 760 horsepower and 625. So <laughs> we think that's uh, probably what's that, going to end up in, in the Raptor. In the Raptor. Yeah, okay, in so the V8 Raptor. In the in the twin turbo 7.3, the Godzilla. Other than the Super Duty, because that's the only thing you can physically fit in, right? I mean, what I'm, is? are there any other applications? I would say uh, Super Duty all the way. Okay. How would you like that? Towing your trailer and not caring what's behind it. Uh, be nice. Although it would also be nice if uh, inflation went away and fuel prices were lower. True that. Hey, on that note, uh, let's get to some inbox. You email? Yeah. I email. Do it. You like my robot? No, I don't. Oh, how dare you? I'm robotting it up. Dude, my uh, youngest son crushes it on the robot. Here, you should read this one. Oh, no. Really? You got to start with an insult? <clears throat> Say no to an electronic license plate uh, from Lars. That's the subject line. Holman and Lightning, first off, Lars, why you got to come at me like this? It's Lightning and Holman. Electronic license plates sound so dumb, like the dumbest idea to me. I know we've all got stuff uh, tracking us, but who needs more of it? Anywho, keep arguing about it. It's pretty entertaining. Keep up the great show and five stars. Five star review! Five stars! All right, uh, I will read this one. Yeah, from our friend uh, Randall Heckathorn, uh, Lightning is wrong. Hey, guys. Holman, I completely side with you. The idea of having an e-plate that costs way more to put on a vehicle is just ridiculous. I live in California, so I understand where you're coming from. If your only valid argument is that you like the way it looks, that shouldn't justify the purchase to let someone else monitor where you are and where you go. I'm definitely seeing some pompousness show through with Jay on this one. There is nothing wrong with the plates that are on vehicles now. If you don't like the look, then tough We all can't always have what we want. This is why our liberties are slowly being taken away. 
because of little things like this that don't seem that bad, well, what's going to happen is in a few years when we say, how did it get like this? And everybody's forced to have electric cars and solar homes. By the way, I'm 25. Lightning, you just got mic dropped by a dude over half your age. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, no, you didn't mic drop me. Here's the thing is I don't care. I, I like it. I like it. I'm going to buy it if I can buy it. I mean, whatever. Like, it doesn't, I'm not affecting your liberty because I'm like, oh, I can be spied upon. That's me. That's not you. So does it affect you? Because it, you it will, it will be. Because he worried there's going to be too many of me. There's going to be so many of me that somehow they'll legislate it in, so then he'll yes. be forced to use this yes. plate. Well, yes. right, you're that's some stupid extrapolation. Uh, it's not. Light, lightning is wrong again. Subject line: Thanks for giving me this email. You're uh, welcome. From, from Jacob, who I typically like, but uh-huh. not on this uh-huh. apparently. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, Lightning is excited about something lame. (laughs) The electronic plate is trash, he says. Why waste everyone's time hearing about this possible advertising device, which needs some sort of power source that could possibly ruin your battery life? So many things wrong with this device. Jacob, kiss my ass. I don't care. And the beautiful part is I'm going to book him on the show, and if Holman walks out of the room, I'm going to interview him by myself. Uh, I've got the keys to the room, so let's start with that. All right, got one here from uh, Tucker Jones, says uh, E-Plates. says, what's up, Lightning and Holman? I usually try to take Lightning's side because he gets picked on a lot. I mean, I don't really think so. I think it's all, you know, deserved. says, but Holman's right. The E-Plates are stupid. Not relevant to the Truck Show podcast. More for some kind of nerd show. Quote, unquote, early adoption isn't cool unless it's a cool product. Have a great day. Thank you, Trucker Jones. So, here, hey, Trucker, first off, the, the early adopters are always made fun of. Uh-huh. And then, right. just like anything, justify with a plasma being you? TV, with an Apple uh-huh. watch, with anything, yeah. the, everyone clowns right. the early adopters. Okay. That's and then excuse. we all end up Would using read, that part the later on. Email. Exactly. F-150 Lightning, uh, let's see here. So, so Ryan Matheson's writing. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I saw Ford announce the F-150 Lightning, and all I could think of when I saw it is, this truck will come with fake V8 sounds when you step on the pedal, too. Won't it? Thanks, Ryan. Still uh, waiting for my T-shirt. Uh, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, we no, we don't want that. If it's if it's electric, it should stay silent, you know? I've got this one here. Uh, oh, oh, Holman is correct. Uh, this is from <laughs> Sam Houston. Listening to episode 175 on my way to work, and I just had to pipe in. Holman is 2,000% correct. Electronic nope. plates are the stupidest idea I've ever heard of. We are tracked enough already via, quote-unquote, smartphones and other devices. And that comes from Sam Houston at Off-Road Communications, LLC. Well, I still don't care. You people are not swaying me. <laughs> E-ink plates is subject line from oh. Paul. Terrible, terrible freaking idea. I'm with Holman on this one. How long before someone hacks into it and thinks they're James Bond changing the numbers? People will do illegal things whenever they can, no matter the consequences. Love the show. It makes my night shifts bearable. And Paul, thank you for writing. Appreciate that. By the way, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com, and I welcome you to poke fun of me. I don't care as you, long you as you're might, writing. You'll like this one. All right. It says Reviver Plates. It says bring on Reviver Plates. Hold on. There's a joke at the end of this. Uh, I want Holman to drill this douchebag for a stupid idea, <laughs> or maybe he can enlighten us on uh, why it isn't a stupid idea. Thanks, Chris, and that's from uh, Chris Paul. Finally, thank you, Chris. Like I'm saying, I said it in the I last freaking episode. He's agreeing with you. He's saying have the guy on so Holman can grill him. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Why is that wrong? If you guys don't like, the, I think what you would if I, if we didn't do it, uh huh, 
you, you'd be remiss. You'd be like, I wonder what the discussion would have been like. Or you don't, because you don't care. No, they do care. They're invested it. in it now because yeah. you and I are arguing about the topic. You want to squash it like the cockroach we it is. We do not want to squash it. We want to talk about it. And you and I being heated over it is ne- great. Next email. Subject line is, lightning is wrong and Holman <laughs> is right. So I'm with Holman on this one, lightning. Regarding your next truck, after hearing how Holman put it, I realized he could have been describing me. The longest I've ever had a truck is two years. Shortest is nine months. I've always had the grass is greener mindset. And something about some other truck that I don't have is way better to me than the truck I currently have. The only difference is I'm a lifted truck guy. And I've only lowered one truck. With that said, your budget is what you want. I 100% agree with Holman that you should be looking for your third vehicle to be a truck that's more off-road centric or at least uh, you know, readily usable as a truck. If I was you, I'd be looking at a new 17 plus XLT Super Duty with a 6.2 and drop a bitchin' system in it with a big Pioneer Alpine double din. Uh, then I'd get a Carly stacker or commuter system with 37s or whatever floats your boat. No bigger than 18s. Uh, nope, I definitely have to go bigger than 18s. And that's it. You'd have fun with that cool truck. You could go with Holman on Adventures Factory, locking rear diff in parentheses, he says. And most importantly, it would actually be a useful addition to your family and life. I know everything about you and feel confident in making that assumption. How does Trevor know everything about me? This is getting creepy. He's been a listener for three years. And let's be real. Regardless of what you get, you'll eventually want something different anyways and wind up selling it. So it's not like you're committing to a lifelong truck here. Just my thoughts, Trevor. Trevor, well said. You're right. It's it's one of those things. Uh, there are people wired like me that always want the next thing. And I said it like Legos. As soon as I get done building something when I was a child, I get, you know, you, you get done building that Lego castle or the fort or the motorcycle out of Legos, you're on to the next thing. It's no fun playing with it. You want to build again. And that's what it is for me. All right. I got this one here from uh, Bart Harkey. He says, catching up. Light beer and whole hog with Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. I've been listening to a lot of back episodes, trying to catch up while keeping up with the current ones. I really appreciate the time and effort you guys put into the podcast. This email does not have a real purpose, just some comments on the episodes I've listened to lately. Not sure what episode it was, but when Light Beer went for the first ride in his truck, it really cracked me up. I could tell he was genuinely excited. Whole hog party foul for not hopping in there and riding with you, boy. What's life without a little risk? Uh, I was taking pictures of him trying to do burnouts from the outside. Hard to do when you're riding with it. Uh, the last Finnegan episode, the ballpark he got banned from, is a huge deal. It was actually developed by Bobby Cox and investors in 2008. It's a massive complex, so he's not lying about being kind of screwed by being banned, but it was hilarious. If it was owned by the county, he could probably put in an appearance for some fundraising to get back in their good graces, but I'm pretty sure it's a privately held facility. Light beer, Waffle House is awesome, not only for the food, Mm-mm. but for the people watching at 1.30 a.m. That's true. Quit getting the waffles, get hash browns, and a burger. The burgers are surprisingly good. Not sure if they could pair with uh, In-N-Out. Never been to one. I love all the supercharger love. I was a quality engineer at Eaton as well as over the rotor production. It's awesome to hear about what I helped make on your show. Keep up the awesome content. Even the episodes I don't think I'll be interested in are, uh, are good. And the ones with content I have particular interests are always awesome. Additional classic four-wheel drive episode would be much appreciated. The off-road design episode was great. I've attached a picture of a 1971 F-250 Highboy. This is what happens when I'm left unsupervised around a computer around 2 a.m. Truck came from Pahrump, Nevada. Not sure I spelled that right. My neighbor loves it. Leaving the paint alone, interior work, and drivetrain only. Keep it up. Thanks. And that's uh, Bart Harkey. Can I see that photo? Georgia Metal Fab. Oh, it's a cool. It's a Highboy with a step side. It's a uh, regular cab, and it's got a push bar on the front. Very cool. 
Keep them coming, guys and girls. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. That's truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to converse with us, maybe you're not so fast with the keys and you want to just talk to us over uh, voicemail, 657-205-6105. That's 657-205-6105. It's the five-star hotline. Or if it's easier, just go to Instagram, at Podcast, and there's a call button. And it'll dial, and you can leave a message for us and uh, lambast us with your own voice. Oh, there's the music. That must be time to go. Definitely is. Well, Holman, again, thank you for going to uh, Overland Adventure and getting that audio. It's, uh, I would give you five stars. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Oh, oh. And, of course, uh, as stated earlier, at Truck Show Podcast or at Sean P. Holman or at LBC Lightning or 657-205-6105. Or truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. a lot of ors. So many ways to get a hold of us. Uh, and uh, if you like to bash lightning, I appreciate all of your uh, all of your input. If you don't like to bash lightning and you've come to save him, I will toss your emails. No, that's not fair. Why would you do that? Uh, because I'm mean. Well, sometimes that's true. Hey, what did I do for you? Did you see the email that I sent you the other day? Uh, yesterday? What did um, I send you? It was about a cake. It was a, about a cake. It was about it. What kind of cake? Uh, Dr. Pepper cake. A Dr. Pepper cake. Who, who's your buddy here that's looking out for you to alert you when new Dr. Pepper products come out? Mm. A hater? No, a lover. Did you ever send me Dr. Pepper beans? Dr. Pepper beans? A Truck Show Podcast listener sent me a box of Dr. Pepper beans. No, I, I'm just I'm just trying to show you that I'm, I'm all about camaraderie here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Tell me more. <laughs> All, you're just exhausting. All on I'm this saying, one. all I'm saying is, I walk into my office. I haven't been there in a while. I look, and sitting on my desk is a box from of, a podcast listener of of Dr Pepper Beans. But I don't, what are you saying, Dr Pepper Beans? Dr Pepper Beans. What kind of like beans barbecue are they? beans? Barbecue but maybe, beans. But, but the sauce is Dr Pepper based. Did you know that these existed before they ended up on your desk? No, this is uh, from Daniel Jennings. From uh, Stillman Valley, Illinois, and uh, he sent me uh, two cans of Dr. Pepper beans, which were damn good. I mean, you sent me pictures of Dr. Pepper things. I've never had you bring me a Dr. Pepper cake before. This man paid post He went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. He bought two cans of Dr. Pepper beans and then mailed them to me. Come on. That's solid. That is more than I have done. (laughs) Definitely more. You've never sent me waffles? No. But our friend from Belgium sent us uh, waffles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Never sent me an ant farm? No, no, that wasn't me. Didn't get you a Texas flag either. Didn't get me a Texas flag either? No. No. uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Who bought pizza tonight? Uh, uh, You might have. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. You might have. Are you guys guys getting the gist of this one-way relationship? I guess you guys don't need me. I mean, let's. Uh, should I just tap out? Yeah, the Holman yeah. show. I'm going to start having uh, guest appearances, uh-huh. guest hosts. I'm just working from me our out. listenership. So just slowly slide me out. No, and not slowly. It, immediately. Oh, just immediately. Oh, just clip it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just cut yeah. out. Cut no, out the. We, cut out the cancer. No, we need the foil. No, uh-huh. it's not cancer. It's not cancer. It's definitely, uh, definitely a needed which, part which, of the show. Which is lard. You need the fat to yeah. give some flavor. It's the only way it tastes good. <laughs> All right. Oh, this sucks. But ah. you know, it doesn't suck. Nissan. Nissan. Yeah, Titan, Titan XD, Frontier. Yeah. If only uh, your name uh, was uh, Titan and not Lightning. That's true. It would have been a much cooler uh, conduit to get into this topic. Yes. Titan, 
<laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, if you uh, if you want the truck with the best warranty in the business, five-year, 100,000-mile warranty, that is the Titan or the Titan XD. 11,040 pounds of towing capacity, over 2,000 pounds of payload capacity. And listen, all around, super badass truck. The Midnight Edition, if you're looking for all murdered out, that's the way to go. Just so sleek. Or my personal fave, Baja Storm. I'm typically not a fan of that sand color, but this is different. They just, they did it right. Both Holman and I recommend you get to your local Nissan dealer or build and price at NissanUSA.com. Again, the uh, the heat of summer's upon us, and if you uh, need to do a little maintenance to your cooling system, head over to DuralastParts.com where you can find Duralast radiators, fan assemblies, water pump timing kits, water pump fan clutch kits, Duralast water pumps, electric water pumps, fan clutches, Integrated thermostat housings, water outlets, and thermostat kits, all available at your local AutoZone. These uh, items are made to uh, cover 98% of popular applications on the road today, and they are designed to meet or exceed OE quality and cooling performance. Your truck definitely needs a trip to AutoZone. Or if you're too lazy to get into your truck and go over there, go to DuralastParts.com. And if you want to hear the vehicle, that lightning uh, did not get right at the beginning of the show. Oh, but I got close. I got close. S-Type on a 4Runner. Come on with the come on. If you want your uh, weenie-sounding Toyota 4Runner to sound cool like that, head over to Borla.com where you will be guaranteed a million-mile warranty. No drone. It's made in the USA out of the best quality T304 stainless steel. Borla has you covered with uh, applications for all popular gas trucks and SUVs. Again, that is Borla.com. And our latest partner on the Truck Show podcast, OnX. So head over to onxmaps.com. If you no longer want to get lost, you can find <laughs> open trails. Oh, That's your cell right there? Yeah. If you no longer want to get lost? Exactly. It's such such a low bar. Right. But that's a, <laughs> this is such a great product for uh, for uh, anybody tired of getting, getting lost. Tired of getting lost. <laughs> uh, you can discover, uh, fi- or maybe if you want to get lost, this is a great product because mm-hmm. sometimes you need to find a trail that will get you lost. 550,000 miles of off-road trails. It'll keep all of your trails, tracks, campsites, and markups in one app across all of your devices. You can start your free trial today. No credit card required at onxmaps.com or on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Again, find open trails near you. You can track trips with custom waypoints and photo waypoints. Download maps for offline use. You can even experience interactive maps by tapping on the map for more detailed information about the area you're looking at. Find campsites and non-ethanol fuel stations, and check out the 3D and satellite maps. Again, that's onxmaps.com. So if Holman is trying to uh, ditch lightning in the wilderness, don't give lightning onyx because then he'll find his way home. You know, I was thinking uh, this would be perfect for you because if I accidentally left you behind off-road, perhaps you could use the uh, Onyx Maps to find your way to a Nissan dealership and buy a 4x4 so that you can go on uh, on off-road excursions with me, but not in my vehicle. What fun is there in that? You would have your own 4x4 to do your own thing with. But half, half the fun is annoying you. That's true. I'm good at it. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. You're still here? It's over. Go home.